Welcome, welcome everybody to The Buffer. We are officially on YouTube now. First episode, first video published last week. You can check out the video of each recorded episode on YouTube. We have a channel. The link is in the show notes. Please subscribe if you so feel inclined. We're also on Instagram. We got the handle at The Buffer Pod. You can catch it in the corner there. My name is Erpin. Today is Tuesday, February 9th. It is February of 2021 already. Kind of can't believe it. It's 2021. It's February. Oh, I believe that. Time does fly, man. Joining me in the studio, we're going to mix it up a little bit. I'm going to introduce my guy here first. Is a former resident of the premier beer pong destination in all of Athens, Georgia. Simon, what's going on? You remember y'all had that ping pong table in the living room? Yes, sir. Yeah, of course. Uh, those were the good old days. Uh, River Mill Apartments with like the, remember all the beer bottles shaped into like the Georgia G? Oh, yeah. The other side of the ping pong table. Too many Emilys. I Just couldn't like even it. keep track of. All the Emilys. Yeah. <laughs> all the Emilys. Shout Todd. out to all the Emilys and Todd and Ty and Matt yeah. and the whole, the whole River Mill crew. Well, also joining us remotely, as always, is the man that I spent many a mandate with at Starbucks back in high school and college, Biniam, who apparently has an injury. He's on the PUP list. What's going on, Biniam? <laughs> they call me one hand Willie. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Tell the viewers, tell the oh, listeners man. what happened. So for the listeners, let me describe. Biniam on his right hand has this big cast on a... <laughs> on his, it was probably those porn pop-ups. On his middle finger. Yeah. Finger blaster. Viewers can see it. Uh, what happened, Biniam? Oh, man. So um, I was at the local grocery store um, in our neighborhood, and um, I bought some groceries. And then uh, this guy ran by, and he grabbed this woman's purse. Um, and I was so – I was like – I was just – I don't know. I just got in Superman mode. Like, not and on my watch. I started right. – not on my watch. You know, you know, seemed like a good person. So I started chasing him down. I grabbed the purse, got the purse back. Um, and as I was returning it to hand it back to the woman, I slipped on some black ice and you know, the rest what is a, history. What so. a fucking hero, man. Wait, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Is, is this a, this, I missed the banter before we started recording. Is this a real story or are you making this up to make yourself look better? Nah, this is, this, <laughs> right. this is to make myself look gonna better. Edit this part of the, this part of the show out. <laughs> when is the ticker tape parade? <laughs> yeah, so, Did they put you nah, in the local, nah, in the local newspaper? <laughs> Nah, man. Um, African yeah, I mean, bandito saves times. woman's purse. She see, yeah. quote unquote, she seemed like a really good person. <laughs> yeah, I, I made the Silver Spring Times. <laughs> so this is true. Well, part of it is true. Part of it is true. <laughs> you tell us what part you think is false. I, I remember when little I was known, at, when I was at fiction, Georgia. Little known fact, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fiction. When I was at Georgia State, I remember we were outside of the student center. In downtown Atlanta. And I remember there was, we were just hanging out and there was a lady who just started screaming. She's like, oh my God, this guy, he took my purse. And so we were just like, wait, what, what happened? And out of the, you could just see a guy like sprinting the opposite direction with something, right? Obviously he took her purse and some random dude just like called to attention, like Clark Kent sprints after the guy. And we're like, what the hell is going on? And like, you know, two minutes go by and the guy comes jogging back. Back. From the horizon yep. with the purse. Wow. Yeah. And she was like, oh my God, thank so you. I did and a I was better like, job of than he did. 
This was like a real fucking hero. From the man. horizon. Yeah. Yes, from the <laughs> horizon, horizon. Were you man. high? What How the, the hell <laughs> do you have that kind of detailed... Uh, was there music playing? I could see him coming over the, the sunset, the hor- you know? <laughs> so... Not, not, I actually not, remember not, that. I actually remember that. It, it was, was like crazy. an Eastern European dude. He was yeah. like an Eastern European guy, and he came back. He had like a like a you know like a like Russian who does kind that? of accent. Who tries to just and do the right thing? He was like thing. really pissed. He was like, "Yo, like he, you know, she tried to take the pills. He's not right." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't have done it." But right. also, yeah, did he tip his cowboy hat, <laughs> ma'am. No problem, yeah. ma'am. In a time. I don't want to discourage good Samaritan good behavior. Don't do that. You're gonna get killed. You know, there's a lot of good Samaritans. <laughs> Don't do the right thing. Do there's at, a lot of cemeteries everywhere. There's a They're lot of good dead. dead Samaritans. Yeah, it's like you try to do good and you get shanked. You know, or they yeah. get stabbed or just yeah. And it's a finally, purse. finally, Jail rules. just yeah. mind your business yeah. and keep your mouth yeah. shut. Live. I, I save the best for last. I oh, usually introduce you, gotta, you first. Got a guest? I gotta own up to something. Okay. All right. For many a fortnight, I insulted. I denigrated. I defecated on the reputation of the man known in degenerate gambling circles as Hamster Damas. But now I speak to you listeners humbled, and Hamster, do me a solid, and inform these listeners and viewers of a little sports bet you made just prior to the Super Bowl. Oh, that's right. So I won, uh, I think it was like $71. Mm-hmm. Which for viewers, listeners, that's a fuckload right, yeah, of money yeah, for yes. our circles, okay? A lot of money. What I do, though, now, I, I've learned, I used to think for myself and then bet and lose, but now Stupid I ride the coattails of others. So, like, not too long ago, Simon was, like, keep an eye on on this Tampa team. So mm-hmm. I was like, Tampa hmm, Bay. Okay. If these assholes make it through the Washington football horse. team. Wait a minute. I'm gonna, they were my dark horse. What's that? Although my, my sports knowledge is, uh, you know, of little value because I don't watch it. You'll, you'll have your chance to tell us about your dark horse. That's right. So my, my thinking is either I'll ride the coattails of someone else's opinion or just out of spite, I'll bet against so what, someone. So what precipitated this decision? Because so, leading up to a few days before, you didn't seem like you were going to bet Right. So basically what put me over the top was like I was leaning towards uh, Tampa, and then my uh, good friend Bob bet on the Chiefs. He made a big deal about how, but he also betted my super out of fan, spite, by the way. Correct? Right, but out of spite to Tom Brady. But mine was double spite. Yeah, so yours I, was in spite to him. So I was like, oh, I'm definitely gonna go. Like all the all the stars are have a line. Like I, I've gotten all of the indicators to go through, and then I did. And I won. So I'm going to continue. So he was spiting Tom Brady and you were spiting him. Yes. Beautiful. And my spite was stronger than his spite. Oh, that's lovely. So (laughs) I bow down to you, Hamster Damas. You're the man. Are you forgiving him for saying that the the, uh, the Celtics were going to win four straight games? (laughs) Ah, you know. Water uh, under the bridge. Water Water under the bridge. bridge. Because you also, didn't you you bet on Alabama? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you know, and not not that that was as. But I would bet on Alabama. Bet. Like if the Astros are gonna win, I'm gonna profit off this. I, I you, can't let this go recent, on you know, success. So yes. I bowed down to Hamster. But Dennis. I have to, you know, humble myself. And say I'm not good at this, so I'm gonna need other indicators to bet. And <laughs> that strategy is working. Nice. Okay, well let's let's kick off uh, all week. The last few days, uh, last week a little bit, and obviously the last couple of days has been the Super Bowl. Everywhere you turn, sports media is Super Bowl. So obviously we're gonna start there, right? Yeah. So. I got a few talking points here. How surprised were you by Tampa Bay's victory? Simon, I'm going to go to you first because I feel like you were the most on board with the idea of an upset. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you picked them, but you mm-hmm. could envision that. Yeah. So how surprised were you by how it Honestly, I wasn't really surprised uh, at all. Um, when it comes to big games, I just feel like you got to have real guts to bet against Tom Brady. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, even in losing, even in losing games, this guy just he goes off. You know, like that's that's been his mo for over twenty years. Like we yeah. were kids when he was first doing this. I know. You know, we were like teenagers. So I mean, you've seen it enough over the years that in a big game, I mean, to make it to ten Super Bowls, you have to win a lot of big games. Right. So for me, my I felt like um like like it's hard to go against Brady, but I also felt that at the same time that, you know, Kansas City had all the elements that they needed to be successful. But, I mean, if they played that game, if they played 10 times, I would say that Kansas City would probably win half of them based on learning from the from the right. previous mistakes. Right. But Kansas City made so many mistakes on Sunday. Yeah. Tons of them. So, it was when, you, when it comes down to, like, mistake-free football... It was it was it was Tom Brady doing Tom Brady things. So I honestly I wasn't surprised at all to see the Bucks win. I was surprised by how dominant it was. Yeah, it was an ass whooping. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is, um, I'll let you guys interject here, but uh, okay, this seems obvious once I tell you this, but once you hear this, you're like, damn, that is crazy. Oh, like a stat? It's not a stat. It's just a thing, like which surprised me, even though it's obvious when you hear it. Tom Brady has been in four of the five last Super Bowls. Doesn't yeah, that, that seem like right. more than you remember? Even though, obviously, he literally has been in it almost every year except last year, which is crazy. And he's been in three Super Bowls after turning 40 years old. That, yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, like, I, I think, do you guys remember after Atlanta? I mean, halftime of the Atlanta Super Bowl, rest in peace, Atlanta Falcons. That was like, oh, Tom Brady's done. He threw that pick six, and people were like, this is the end. There were, yeah. There and were. after that comeback, it was like, okay, he just, he found something. And then he went on to win two more Super Bowls right. after that and been to three. It's, I don't know. That's just crazy. The four out of the last right. five. Yeah, because I think somebody, uh, there, a lot of the talking heads, uh, they were getting their come up. And there was, I forget who it was, but there was someone who called him washed and he's won four Super Kellerman. Bowls. Kellerman. Oh, he's probably. probably he's not alone. I'm sure well, there Kellerman others. was the one like six years ago. Because yeah. he said... He's washed. And that Chiefs nothing. game. And I think it was a Chiefs yeah, was game, a, too, it right? Chiefs it was like a Monday night people, game or some, yeah, a lot like of people. Game, a, first game of the yeah, season, like yeah. like a big event. And they're like, oh, this guy is over the hill. And he started drinking his smoothies. And here he is. Four more okay. Super Bowls. <laughs> since, it's since, all about the smoothies. Since you're yapping away, let, let's go to you next. And then I'll go to Binium. So how surprised were you? I know you got money in the bank. I'm not, uh, the win-loss is not surprising. The, the score, the fact that Kansas City didn't even get a touchdown, that, that was surprising. One thing that was odd that I found odd uh, when I heard it was that Kansas City did not travel until Saturday, which is I understand COVID and all -hmm. the different protocols that they have to follow. That's remarkable that a team would just travel literally the day before like the biggest game of the year. Like usually they're there that Monday or Tuesday. They do media day. They kind of get acclimated to their surroundings. They have some practice near the the place that they had to have an effect. They showed up the day before Andy Reid's kid clipped somebody and yeah, that was injured. Crazy. Like it was just like, what the hell is going on? Like the, the whole thing was I mean, not to give any excuses or anything. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I found interesting, this is all beforehand, is that uh, Matt Ryan, speaking of Atlanta, yeah, he he he, he, he gave the advantage to Tampa because he said that front four is the hardest. Uh, front line. So out of all face. the pundits and analysts, right. you keep reiterating Matt Ryan's take but on it. Because, this. you know, if you're a division of full, you play, you play them twice. So he, he would know more than anybody. He's like, that they, they pressure a lot. And then I think, was it uh, the left tackle for the Chiefs? There yeah. were a lot of things that Eric were Fisher. like, they're in a bad place. And then, you know, like Aaron Rodgers couldn't find any time. 
he had no breathing room in the championship game. Similar things happened uh, in the Super Bowl. Although I will say, to the credit of Mahomes, some of those like the guy was like on the almost on the ground and he's just like blindly throwing yeah, the, things. The, the, the best like, like incompletions yeah, ever. Remarkable how that guy, even in a shitty game, he's like somehow managing to like I know he's over there. Yeah. And Travis Kelsey was like the only one who was catching anything. But let's go little, behind know. the curtains a little bit. We were watching the game together. Yeah. And even in the second half, you kept telling me it feels like the Chiefs yeah, are in it control. Felt like, yeah, when that fat even guy when they were down. Yeah, by so, like they, so yeah, so when, when, uh, there was a play where they were in, in the goal line situation. They do a little thing, and the fat guy couldn't catch. Yeah, the lineman for and the I was like, oh, Buccaneers. This is going the other way, you know, because Mahomes has done this before, right? And then you just kept on waiting for him to turn it around. And I think I guess it's a point that you made earlier. Like at some point, they're not going to be able to dig themselves out of the hole they keep on putting themselves yeah, into, it, and it, it'll keep working until it until doesn't. it doesn't. And this is like yeah. the worst time for that to happen. If it happened yeah. like in week fifteen, it doesn't matter. You'll learn. Yeah. When this falls apart, but in the Super Bowl, playing against some old geezer. So uh, even though you made bank, bro, you were surprised by the outcome. Yeah, yeah. and also disappointed because I. More than anything, I just wanted an entertaining game. Like, if a team yeah. that you have no yeah. rooting interest, I don't care about either team that much. I mean, I kind of like some of the players on, on both teams, but I don't really care about the Bucks or the Chiefs. All you can expect is for a great game, and it wasn't a great game, you know. Uh, so, but, Benium, how surprised were you? Who, who did you – I think you had the Chiefs winning, correct? Yeah, I did. So, how surprised um, were you so about I what will happened? say – so, most of the time, my opinion on sports doesn't matter because – I don't watch as much as I should, uh, but I watched this game in its entirety from beginning to end. And I will say that's probably the first NFL game that I watched all year from all beginning year. to end. <laughs> I'm just you. being honest. Yeah. Um, all for the and, pod, you know, right? Research for the pod, right? All for the pod. Yeah, there we go. do it for the pod. Um, and what stuck out to me more than anything was uh, Todd Bowles. I think he deserves all the credit in the world. Like he saw weakness, left tackle, right tackle. Uh, they were injured. And they just attacked, attacked, attacked. And they had no answer for that. Like, they couldn't adjust. They went into halftime. And I think that's what lost them the game more than anything else. But the most surprising thing was how bad they got beat. I didn't think right. that it was going to be such a big blowout right. because uh, I thought Mahone was going to step up. But Mahone also looked super, super injured. So I could be wrong about that, but he didn't look like his usual self. So I don't, I don't know if you guys felt that way, but... I haven't heard of any sort of injury. And he just looked he like he was under pressure to lot. He had a toe. Yeah, he's okay. had some nagging yeah. injuries, but I think uh, most everybody has said like, ain't I, no quarterback but I think that could put up with that and probably have he won. He was still yeah. making spectacular yeah. plays yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah. Right? There were a few yeah. missed opportunities where people are dropping. But yeah, there were a couple of moments where they. Oh, he had so many of those no, no, yes. He was like, no, <laughs> no, and then he was thirty, be like, yes, and then the guy would drop it, and you're like, God. Damn. Yeah. Did you want to add anything, Ben? Yeah. So. Yeah, I think he does have a like a it's gonna be a, like major surgery toe injury. Like he has a real serious injury on his okay. toe. You could see that. Um, and the the last thing I wanted to point out was last week I talked about if Mahone had won, it would be the handing off of the baton. Right. Mm -hmm. But it felt more like it was. Uh, Tom Brady said, "No, nah, nigga, I'm gonna keep it for a little bit." <laughs> Not so fast. <laughs> yeah, so, give me that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think I think for me, my biggest takeaway during this game was just all the coaching mistakes that were made on on behalf of the Chiefs. I mean, mm -hmm. it was outrageous. Some of the stuff like 
All I've been hearing for the past couple of days is, you know, Tom Brady haters coming out of the woodworks and being like, oh, it was a Tom Brady. The first half was a Tom Brady special. Oh, you mean after the Super Bowl? Yeah, they were like he was really? getting all the calls, you know, oh, um, the, the, you know, the holdings were, you know, uh, whatever, you know, they were in the yeah. middle. Whatever. Look, there were very clear, critical mistakes that Kansas City was making in this game. I'll point out one to you. You're missing both of your tackles. Mm-hmm. Um, Tampa Bay is playing cover two. Yep. They're playing both safeties high up, taking away the long ball from Tyreek Hill and bracketing Travis Kelsey, right? Yeah, dink and dunk. Right, dink you. and dunk. Yeah. So y- there's only one way to get around a cover two defense is you run the fucking ball down their throat. Yeah, they did not run the ball a lot. Make yeah. a safety come down. Make them play one high. Yeah. They didn't run the ball at all, even though, what's his name? Uh, C.E.H.L.A.R. looked really good. Yeah. I mean, he ran the ball, I think, nine times for like 70-something yards. They got away from the run game. They refused to make Tampa come out of a cover two, which pretty much negated the long ball. And then on, I see, I saw a crazy, crazy stat today. And they were saying how even playing with both their tackles, their right tackle and their left tackle out on 92% of Mahomes dropbacks, I think there were 53 of them on 92% of his dropbacks. There was no running back or tight end help. Yeah, to chip or do wow. anything. Yeah. No chips, no nothing. It was literally we're gonna we're gonna bring back you know our our three starters and these two tackles right. against JPP and Shaq Barrett, and they whipped the shit out of them all day. Yeah. It's not like they were blitzing them or like bringing linebacker like middle linebacker pressure or safety pressure. They were just bringing four every time, and yeah, they were just was, dominating um, the five the that most, were on Kansas City's the, line. The most hurries ever. I think they got to him, got in the backfield twenty nine times. It was like the most hurries ever. For Super Bowl. You have to adjust at some point, right? You cannot cannot continue to see your offensive line get whipped like that and not help them. It seems like they they installed that game plan before the injuries, and they're like, ah, let's just... Uh, They're like, fuck it. We're just going to go with (laughs) it. Or at the end of the first half, which, you know, I don't know how many of the Bucs games that you've seen, but I've been really interested in the Bucs this year, and I've watched most of their games this year. Okay. At the end of every first half, if they have the ball... They're going to take a shot They'll on take you. A sh- okay. They're going to throw the ball like long. Like they did with Green Bay. Like they did with Green Bay, and they got that, that Scotty Miller touchdown yeah. at the very end of the first half. Yeah. They did the same thing against, against Kansas City, and the guy got beat. Mike Evans had, like, I think two, two or three steps on yeah, him, yeah. and he, he reached out, and he, he slapped the back of Mike Evans' feet right, and tackled right. him on that play. Right. So now Tampa Bay gets the ball at the 15 with, like, 15 seconds left. Okay, you can still hold them to three there, but like just the lack of preparation and not having somebody back there to look out for the long ball. Like, I mean, these are things that Tampa Bay does consistently. Right. And so, you know, this game, this game could have been even worse. Like yeah, without the goal been. line yeah, stand, that's true. Yeah. You're talking about yeah. going down in yeah. the half, twenty-eight to nine. Yeah. And how then about, they how, took they took their feet off of the gas yeah. in the second half too. How right. about this? The Buccaneers scored four touchdowns. None of the guys that scored those four touchdowns were on the team last year before Brady arrived, right? Gronk scored two. Crazy, Antonio Brown. right? Antonio Brown got one. Antonio Brown and Leonard Fournette. Playoff Lenny. Yeah. So I'm not saying, you know, I mean, you've been hearing this a little bit on the media is a uh, GOAT Brady as in like the greatest organization of all time. Like Brady's like the new GM. Or you know how they say LeBron when he comes to your team? He's the GM, the de facto right. GM. But Brady had a say in all of these guys coming. Right. There. And they're the ones who led them to victory, right? I mean, the defense obviously had a huge yeah. part. But on offense, those guys. So how about Gronk, man? Right. He turned back the clock. 
He looked really good. Hey, I won like $10. First score was going to be by <laughs> yeah, tight end, but I thought it was going to be Kelsey, not Gronk. <laughs> what did you put on it? It was like 1800 for Gronk to score the first <laughs> no, touchdown. No, no, I didn't have a Gronk scoring. I just had the first score was going to be by a tight end on oh, either team, and it was like, okay. Okay. I don't know, th- three to one odds. Could you do prop bets like on race? Like, white man's going to be the first to okay. score. I wish. <laughs> it was 1800 Gronk was 1800 to score yeah, I know. the first touchdown. I know, and I thought wow. about it, right? I thought about yeah. making that bet, but I was like, nah. Gronk, I did too. Gronk look good. You're, you're you're absolutely right. Like uh, like all these guys that that you know you know really you know showed up yesterday in big moments are the guys that you know came to chase a ring. Right. Yeah, they weren't on the team last. They year. weren't on the team, and yeah. then you know a lot of the, a lot of what I've been hearing in the last few days is oh well you know the defense was already in place to make a run like that, and a lot of those defensive guys are going to get stripped away. You know they, right. they Shaq Barrett. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Devin White. I think there's one other starter who is who is also uh, going to be an the unrestricted free up, agent. Yeah. Okay. But my thing is, so, when you have somebody like Brady, it makes it easy to recruit all these ring chasers. Right. So even if they lose some of these guys that they're oh, going to yeah. lose this year in free agency, they can get other similar. They're going to pick up other guys that are like, yeah, I want to play with right. the goat. Well, I want to go win a especially championship. Especially yeah. when you're in Tampa Bay, which Arians is known as very much a players' coach, laid back. So I think there was there was a thing in New England where first of all Boston it's cold, but it's the Patriots way. A lot of players were turned off by that. Like they didn't want to go to New England because they didn't want to conform. But hey, you could go to Tampa Bay and it's all good, right? Arians is like a player's coach, loose. So you can go play with the greatest quarterback of all time and you can play in a culture an environment that's like conducive to players. Yeah. So I could yeah. definitely see more free agents coming and saying, hell yeah. So I, I just want to add my two cents on that. Um, a few weeks ago, I was talking about, we were talking about like some great coaches. And um, one thing this game revealed is just how intelligent and how much uh, film that Tom Brady watches. Um, and I just want to reiterate again that I think that you're going to see a big difference in terms of the, I don't think New England you know, is going to do anything. And I just want to give credit to Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady is a lot more intelligent. I think he's worked these championship puzzles into place for a long time. And Belichick has gotten a lot of credit for that. That's just my take on it. Hot take. But but I, I can't I give mean, Belichick as much coach credit as people do. Right. Yeah. He's been around for 21 years. I mean, he is a coach. He's but a people, coach on the field. Yeah, like he's been, people, he's been people coached people by a lot by more credit. Netflix who came in and out of the league while – like after and before while Brady was yeah, dominating. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like, for him to go to Tampa Bay with, yes, they were a good team last year, but they weren't a playoff team. And to basically got, get them a title in one year. And he went through, I know he's washed up breeze. He went to Rogers. He went through Mahomes. Yeah. And you know, the NFC South was semi-competitive. The saints were pretty good. Like I think this, to, we talked about right. this. this has to solidify but his it goal as so QB. I, I think I, to go to Tampa first year, right. to go to the opposite conference, to go with the coach Arians, who's also he's known as a good coach in the circles, but he is not in the hierarchy of like the McVeighs and the Belichicks. I don't think people consider him that. And to win a title, and to dominate, and you know Brady, he played well. He wasn't a washed-up guy like Peyton Manning with oh, the Broncos. Man. He shit? played well. He led them to victory in all the right. games in the playoffs. Right. He he, imp- he was better than uh, the last quarterback. Yes, he wasn't had. a bum, just, you know, dink and dunk, right. Chad Pennington style. Right. He led them to victory. Like, if that doesn't solidify the status as GOAT. But, you know, at this point, what, can I remember, you, you know, I, we kind of talked about this in previous episodes, and you were like, well, he, he's already in that status. I think 
people that were convinced of that status were convinced long ago. And then the people that are holding out, it seems, I don't know what they're holding out on, but like, I don't think anything like, cause if this doesn't convince you and you're right, you know, breeze is old, yeah. but like, that's a pretty good run of teams, you know, like the saints, decent team of uh, the Packers. This was one of the better Packers team in a, in a while. And Mahomes, they're the defending champions. Mm-hmm. And so like, if, they're not going to get credit, or Tom, uh, Tom Brady's not going to get credit after this effort. Uh, then he can win twenty Super Bowls, and people are like, ah, yeah, but still. I mean, know? there's always going to be haters. You know, I was a believer in Brady before the 2007 season. After the first, oh, wow. after the first three peat, I feel like I needed to see everything that I needed to see. I mean, you got, you know, the uh, the the crazy comeback um, to 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 beat the the Raiders with the whole Snow tuck game. rule. You know it's what I mean? Player. Then you have the crazy comeback on the on the greatest show on turf in mm-hmm. two thousand and one. Then he does the same thing a couple of years later on um, on the Panthers, who were who were super loaded that team. Right. Then he does the same thing with the Eagles the next year. I mean, even before the second half of Brady's career, like you can just tell that he had something special. You know, when when the game is in its waning moments, and you know most people fold in those situations. Right. You just know that Brady's not gonna fold, you know. And even in even in the games that he's lost, like it's not like he played like trash. He didn't yeah. play up to his right. to whatever his uh, his high standard is. But I mean, they could have beaten the Giants in either one of those Super Bowls. Yeah, they sure, could have beaten yeah. the Eagles. I mean, they were up in both until Eli yeah, the, the Eagles, man. Eagles, he played awesome. It could have happened. I mean, he threw for him. like five hundred yards yeah. against yeah, the that Eagles. That was that ridiculous game, right? Oh, that was the crazy. Big game. Dick Nick. Yeah, if he only had better no hands, Gronk. you know, he could have caught that. Yeah. Trick gimmick they, and they, they beat the Falcons with no Gronk. Yeah. They yeah. had no Gronk in that game. Just Julian Edelman catching anything and everything. So, I mean, I don't know. I think this thing is already way right. before, you know, this, this year came up. I think it was already beyond reach. Yeah, right. If you can't give him the credit now, then you're never going to give He's him the credit. He's earned it. He's yeah. earned it in every which way possible. I mean, right. to win a Super Bowl at 40, 41, 43, I mean, come on. Like, right. you just got to give credit where credit is right. due. And as weak as the argument was that uh, he was a systems person, this is – Indicative, yeah, that brand new system, right? Yeah, so like brand new coaches that that's, that eliminates the like, none of the same. Not players. that it was ever a strong I hear argument, so but, much yeah. nonsense right. about system QB right. this and system QB that, and he this Brady is the system. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I think we were talking about this exactly. earlier in the season when we were talking about how you know, um, you know, Tampa Bay was wasn't really encouraging and incorporating uh, enough of like the Tom Brady playbook into into their system, and what you saw is. As the you know, as the team got more comfortable playing with him, and as you know, the time went on, you could see more motion being installed into their offense. You can see more pre-snap reads that right. he was making, you know, before before the play started. So, you know, I think that they, I think it's scary. I think they might even be better next year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know who they're going to be able to keep, but. You know, at this point, when Brady got signed last year, we had no idea Gronk was getting on right, board. We right. had no idea AB was getting on board. We had no idea Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette got cut right before the season started. Right. Yeah. They picked him that's up in right. September. Yeah. yeah. That's you true. know? And so, I mean, I think you just uh, – people that are saying, oh, it was a one-off, uh, you know, people that have all kinds of excuses about refs and all this shit, just stop. Right. Stop it already. Right. So let, let's transition to the Chiefs a little bit, right? We're not going to spend as much time with them because they got their ass whooped. But did the loss diminish your opinion of Mahomes, the Chiefs? No, they'll be in any way. No, I didn't think so. I think I think I honestly think I think he he just to me he looked. I've seen him play um, his first year, second year. I missed most of last year and a lot of this year, but he looked injured. 
he didn't it, it didn't it wasn't that he wasn't playing at his top level he just wasn't fully healthy mm-hmm. and i think once he gets to that fully healthy stage the kid is still going to do a lot of damage in that league athletically i thought that he looked okay yesterday i mean yeah. he ran for 500 yards on scrambles yeah, yeah. He was it was crazy. like something like 490 yards. 497 like he ran yards, for like 80 yards on one play. Sleep, but yeah. And then couldn't complete the pass. So I think I think he was okay. I just think they were they were uh they were confronted by a challenge, right. which was their two tackles missing, and they did not adapt that into their game. Yeah. They didn't run the ball at all. Right. They didn't protect him at all. Like can there were believe, so many missed assignments. Can you believe this is every single loss that Mahomes has ever had in his career has been by a one score or less until this one in 55 54 starts this was the first time he's lost by more than a score he's that damn yeah, good that's crazy he's really good he i mean set- he leads the league in yards qbr passer rating touchdowns yeah. everything since the beginning of the 2017 season but that season. is crazy i think even he said it after the game he said i haven't been beaten like this in right. a while like, he couldn't even remember cuz <laughs> i don't even think he got beat like that at texas tech uh, there was one game I think they lost. I don't like think he got beat like that by his mom. College. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the, that kid, is, he's got such a bright future ahead of him. Um, as long as Andy Reid stays on board and coaches a better game than he did, than he did this Sunday. And I think, the, I think the biggest problem with the Chiefs is that they're, they're too dependent on Patrick Mahomes. How many times have you seen them in the last couple of years, in the last couple of playoffs, Go down by two scores, yeah. three scores, you know, uh, four scores, three touchdowns, and a, and a field goal. They were down t- to so many teams over that time period, and every single time, Mahomes delivers yeah, over and out, over yeah. and over again. He bails them out. But you know what? You can't do that with Tom Brady-led teams. Oh. Yeah. I think they'll learn that with Mahomes. If they build the organization properly, they'll say, like, you know what? Let's build the New England way. You we're going to build that. around the quarterback but not expect him to do it. We're going to make it easier on him. So you may see in the next few years if they do it right. There's only one. There's only one team in this entire playoffs, and you know Tampa Bay played on the road for every game except for the Super Bowl. Obviously, there's only one team that went blow for blow with Tampa Bay, and that was the Redskins. Right. Yeah. They kept themselves yeah. in the game with the a guy named Heineke. Team. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and what you saw against against the Saints and against and against the uh, the the Packers is this the the Buccaneers building a small lead. Then a more right. formidable lead, right. then a little bit more, right. then a little bit more. Right. And what you can't do against Brady is give him leads like that. Right. You can't. Well, Brady. Because he's not, he's, you know, he's just, I don't know. He, yeah. play, he played poorly in that second half against Green Bay, but he had already done enough in, first, in the first half to stake them to a big lead where it was just, it was kind of insurmountable for, for, for the Packers. Right. So I think they have to stop depending on Mahomes to play from behind so much. Like, they have to come out and play good football in the first half. Even in last year's Super Bowl, they looked like trash for three-and-a-half yeah, yeah. quarters against 10, San Francisco. Right? Yeah, yeah. His Super Bowl resume, Mahomes, is not that great. They won one, they're one and one, but, like, for large portions of both games, he didn't play great. No, it's not all on him. It's not, but, like, when you remember in history back, He's gonna have to make up some of that. He's gonna have to have an extraordinary Super Bowl victory here yeah. just to over, to make that up for sure. And 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 one and one thing that that the Bucks did last night, and I don't know how how well y'all remember last year's Super Bowl. One thing the Bucks did last night that that the 49ers was not were not able to do last year mm-hmm. is not you know the the defense played great. 
the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense played great, but don't put your team in bad positions. On offense, you have to be able to continue gaining first downs. You have to be able to continue eating clock to wear away the other team. And what you saw last night is Tampa Bay getting off to a big lead, the same way that San Francisco did last year, except handing the ball off and punishing them you know, through the run game and milking the clock away, and yeah. that was the difference. Well, Mahomes has two playoff losses. And they're both to Tom Brady. <laughs> so maybe there's the kryptonite or maybe it's just yeah. random. But, like, that's interesting. That, that is interesting. He seems superhuman, mostly, except against a Tom Brady-led team. Uh, so you got something else on that front? Well, just generally, just do you guys make anything out of the fact that the this was, the, like, the lowest-rated Super Bowl in the last, like, 14, 15 years? Is this just all pandemic-related stuff? Because I was surprised by that because – I was telling you, Arpin, uh, the idea that nobody was really going to sports bar and more, more people were going to be at home, maybe uh, I figured the number yeah, would increase the viewership. Yeah. It either be steady or up because all other leagues, like the NBA Finals was down, the World Series, college, the, the National Championship, everything was down, which is kind of counterintuitive to the f- considering everybody's at, at home. home. Yeah. yeah. But maybe people just have tuned out sports this year. I don't know what's going on, but. I was surprised that it was, like they said, since 2007. It's like the lowest-rated Super Bowl. And the top five most uh, highest-rated Super Bowls were in the last decade. So like it's not like they're on a downward spiral. They were doing good, the NFL. But for whatever reason, this year, maybe it was the Habesh halftime show or <laughs> whatever it was. But so, so do you think that it has anything to do with like the whole um, rigor morale about Black Lives Matter See, that, and that the protests con- and all that stuff? Th- that was something that was floated when the NBA Finals was down. Yeah. And actually, the regular season was down. All I mean, the, the bubble games, everything yeah. was kind of down. So right. people were like, well, people are just tuning it out because it's just – too much politics. I just want to watch the sports. But then when it happened to college football, they didn't do too much politics there. Uh, and then when it happens to the NFL, the juggernaut, it's like maybe people are just – maybe sports is just like a fun thing and your life has to be otherwise fun to watch it. I always thought sports were like Was a the college championship low too? Yeah, it was down, yeah. So I don't – I forget what it was. But basically after every major like either playoff event or World Series or – they always say ratings are low. Ratings, I was like, huh, that's weird. Every, everything, uh, like I told you earlier, um, off air, this year you got to throw out with conventional logic. Like every sport is down. Everything's going to be down. And I don't even know if you can explain it. I just think there's, I don't know if you want to call it a malaise or something. People are just not as in tune to sports. Maybe because everything just feels like the same day and the months just pass by. Like you don't really think about it like right. you're not looking forward to a game is you just lose track of time because right. everyone's at home i don't know but, but i'm not surprised but I you mean, know like i think i go ahead i have my thoughts on that yeah. um i think that staying at home one like for someone like myself i'm a family guy um it's when you can't gather with your friends it kind of changes the environment of watching football so i think that's one like the environment isn't the same right and then two i think because people don't have jobs and that that whole unemployment thing, I think it's uh, people are maybe worried about doing other things with their recreational time than they did before. So I think there's a lot of things attributed to the pandemic, but overall, I think the source is the pandemic. I think okay. once that's once done, the numbers will, will kind of we'll see things yeah. back on the rise. May, I, I, I think they're down because I don't know what over there. Uh, they were. I forget what. No, I, I wouldn't want to guess. Uh, but was it enough to be like? Wow. I mean, I, I think that 
But you said the f- lowest in 15 years? What yeah, but it? I mean, it's like... Can I, can I float a theory here? Yeah. So... I know a lot of people who, when sports went off back in like March and April, and there was like literally no sports right. on for months, and like the Olympics got canceled and all that type of stuff, a lot of people like tapped into themselves. And, you know, after going through withdrawals for like a month or two, like it kind of cleared out, and they were like, honestly, I don't really care if sports come back anymore. So I, I and the, and I'm talking about like hardcore, um, fanatics right. sports fanatics that watch sports all day every day that felt this way so i think corona kind of like i think it cleared a lot of that out of people's palate um they reassessed like what's important to them and they're like you know sports why do i care if i kind of agree with you i, I, I people, watch yeah. less nfl this year than yeah. i ever have people and just didn't it, care as much i think fantasy football i, I don't know but like I know we didn't play fantasy right. football league this year. Right. A lot of it had to do with the pandemic and the unpredictability. So people just felt like, you know what? It's going to be too complicated setting your lineups with all this uncertainty. But I think maybe there's a lot of people who are gambling less, bet, playing fantasy football less. So like, who cares right. what happens to and there's no sports Minnesota versus people, Detroit? Yeah, so, you, right. so a lot of the, yeah, you're right. I think maybe that's, that plays a role. They're, they're, you know, the, 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 the Rorschach, you know, that ink blot thing where it's like, what do you see? I think, the, the the ratings decline, it gives an opportunity for people who want to find reason to shit on social justice or black. They always, like, if you go to, like, a bar stool or, you know, that kind of uh, outlet, they always perk up when the ratings are down because they can just say, see, this fucking LeBron guy yeah, talking theory. all that shit, you know, or see. Uh, but like I said, what, what undercuts that argument is the fact that it's, it's across the board. Yeah, everybody's all down. Sport, yeah, yeah, so it's like it's hard, well, but they still make that argument. I bet you if you Google, like if you look at even over the – because the ratings just came out on Tuesday. Um, it's 5.7 million, by the way. What's that? It's 5.7 million. That was a – yeah. No, no, no. It can't no. be right. It, it, it was like 90-some million, but yeah. it usually it's like 105, 110. But like uh, it's way more than 5 million. Uh, a lot of people watched it, just not as much as in the recent past, but – it gives the opportunity for people to just kind of just say what they wanted to say all along. I don't think that had as big, I mean, it had, I'm sure, some impact. It's not, you know? I just looked right now. Last year it was 102 mil. This year it was 96. Right. So 6 million viewers down. Or five, I think that's the difference. Right. Five right. point something. Oh, you say the difference was. Yeah, yeah. It's not, oh, my uh, bad. Okay. Not my massive, bad. but maybe I, I, that I, is. Quick research, my bad. Maybe that is massive. You're saying the ratings were down 5.7, right? Yeah, basically. Oh, yeah. okay. I yeah, see. Well, actually, I was yeah. saying 5.7 at first, and then <laughs> I realized. Oh, take okay. the win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trying to, to, yeah. to clean up your uh, statement. But yeah, yeah, so basically, yeah. So, not, uh, you know, 5 million, you, you could chalk it up to whatever reasons. But, like, I just thought that was interesting because as soon as that happened, I knew that there were going to be people saying, oh, it's because of this reason or that. But, Let me say something about that. Yeah. I just thought, man, the whole. <laughs> Did you guys see the social justice movement of the NFL, all the commercials, and how it was like, like, what the hell was that? Yeah, during I, the Super Bowl or the whole yeah, well, season? After, no, no, during the Super Bowl. Yeah. They had, like, all these commercials trying to be inclusive, right. Black Lives Matter. Right. And I'm like, dude, like, like I, I was just so lost, and I was like, oh, my God. I almost turned it off just because of that. I was like, oh. Are you like, telling me so you don't terrible. think a plantation can have a heart? <laughs> Come on, no? They're heartless? They can change your face, man. no? Let's, let's be real here. I'm not so even, let's, I'm not even gonna go let's talk about the hole, really but. the most interesting and controversial part of the whole Super Bowl. It was the Habish, the weekend. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> first solo act in a while. Yeah, I was surprised There's by been that. Yeah. Middling reviews. Some people right. are all for it, and some people didn't like the performance at all. What are you guys' thoughts, uh, Hampson? I mean, I knew all of the songs that he sung, so I was like, oh, did you like? The they're show? familiar. It was fine. 
Uh, and that's not what people think on the internet. Okay. That's what you it think. It was fine, yeah. Simon, did you watch I had no thoughts. Show? I didn't watch it. No. Okay. No thoughts. Bidium, did you watch Halftime Show with your boy? Garbage. Yeah. I mean, you did not like it. He's my people. Que pasó? Um, I think he spent like seven million of his own money for. You know, I keep on hearing this what, on what, like the, the doesn't the, that sound the like it could be like an urban legend? Yeah, <laughs> for that smoke and mirror yeah, that, meme that they uh, created. He probably paid seven no, I've seen million. I've seen the same thing too. I've seen the same thing. No, yeah, yeah. I heard the same thing. I just it's odd. It, it was. I mean, when you like, I remember uh, a few years ago, Bruno Mars performed, and that was like the best. Oh, he did. Yeah, the guy, but he's like on coke all the time. He got that coke. Apparently, the weekend is too. Is he really? Is there like some kind of like story backstory? Like, no, he, you talking about Bruno? Yeah. Well, apparently, Mikey Mull told me, because I don't know shit about the origins of these songs, but he told me a lot of the weekend songs are about Coke. Oh, yeah. Coke. I mean, and so people were making jokes on the internet. Oh, but like, he cleaned up. I heard that, that the weekend cleaned up. Okay, he cleaned up. But there yeah, were people yeah. on the internet making what jokes about, like, up? hey, it's funny that Pepsi's sponsoring this uh, like Super Bowl, he and he's so shit. into Coke. Right. But... Mikey Moe told us all about it. Mikey Moe was feeling it. He was with yeah, us watching yeah, the game. Yeah, he was one of the few people. he was singing who, every who, song, so he was loving it. Yeah. But Binium, why weren't you feeling it, man? I mean, I for a Super Bowl show, like you have uh, last year, I think it was. You got to shake uh, your Jennifer ass? Lopez. Okay. Well, and, he can't shake his you know, ass. He didn't have that Shakira. skill. Yeah, and then, you know, uh, it's just, I did. it wasn't a, it was, I don't know, like the production and the glam and everything like that you, that I expected of a Super Bowl. It just was it just wasn't there. Like it was just more of a, well, hold up, like, they, I don't understand what he's selling. They showed like, up, they showed up with awesome. cast and bandages on their face and you showed up on the pod <laughs> cast and bandages on your hand. Also, I want to, I want to, I want a line by line itemized expense report. I would like to see where did this $7 million <laughs> go towards. Right. Cause I mean, there's a few spots where, okay, it, it looks like it costs some money, but like, was it just like all the extras? Like what was all that money? Like, it didn't seem like it was that expensive. And then in the Super Bowl, like, I know they don't pay you, but they, I thought they front you some uh, allowances, you know, come I on. I would think he, there has to, to be a return on, on investment there. No, he can't give him an allowance of a million. He, in addition to whatever they gave, he wanted to, you know, Boy, up the ante and put his a account must be like, you wasted $7 million and people hate on you. That's a terrible decision. Poor well, choice. I, I, I thought, I mean, I've, I've had better, I've had better shit than his performance. So <laughs> I just want to leave it at that. Okay. okay all right. I'm hey, more of a goldman. Well, hey, Shiro's what's wrong with shit bro? I love shit Shiro's so good. No, man. I said, I'm just saying I've had better shit than his performance. Okay. So I'm so, just saying. Okay. Hey, Shiro's my favorite. Though. I thought he was coming after, after my plate, hey, man. Come on, no, man. No, come I on, you Aren't you glad for the comeuppance of a habish? Performing at halftime? No, I was happy too, but I, I just don't give a fuck about the NFL's halftime shows or like yeah. their social media, whatever, whatever. Like as soon as like Jay-Z came out and was like, oh yeah, you know, we're past kneeling and all this shit. And then the, the NFL kept faking on cap. I was just like, get the fuck yeah. out of here, man. Like that's not, you can't co-op somebody's movement and then say when it's time for the movement to be over. Right. Sorry. Right. Give me a Super Bowl dark horse for next year. We know who the favorites are. Chiefs, Buccaneers, Saints, these teams. Give me a dark horse. Indianapolis. That's not a dark horse, man. They're very good. <laughs> Give me a team that did not make the playoffs this year that you think has a shot. Just dark horse, right? We're not going to hold you to it. The Falcons. Oh, yeah, look at that. Julio, Matt Ryan, <laughs> Swan Song, Simon. God, that's uh, tough, man. Can you come back to me? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say... Has that piece of shit Carson once been picked up by anybody? No, we're going to talk about that okay. next segment, but um, not yet. He should get traded to the Washington football team. That defense is pretty good. That's your dark horse? Yeah. I'll go with Washington. Simon? God, that's that's really tough. Um, I'm going to go ultra dark horse. I did not think about this at all. 
I'm going to go the Los Angeles Chargers. My boy oh. Herbert, best rookie quarterback Ooh, statistically of all time. Have, have they hired a coach yet? I don't know. Okay. I should know. Yeah. But, you know, we're recording on a Tuesday, not a Friday. <laughs> so I don't have enough time to research <laughs> right. this. I'll go, I'll go with Arizona. How about okay. Arizona? Kyla, Kyla. Okay. okay, I would like to see that. But oh. I, as far as favorites go, let me just say, I hate choosing a team to repeat. I think it's one of the most. They, they I think it's back. one of the laziest arguments but. in sports. But, <laughs> but Tampa Bay, a team, a team that had no kind of, um, no kind of uh, training camp, had yeah, no type of preseason, yeah. guys that had never played with each other before. A. B. Fournette, Gronkowski, Brady, all you know, Mike Evans. They all came from different teams, right? Mike Evans obviously already there with but Chris Evans Godwin. And Godwin had yeah, they were already down there. years compared to last year. They did, so but they like all these guys came from different places, and yeah. they somehow figured out a way to gel and get hot at the end of the season and win eight games. And I honestly believe there's going to be more ring chasers this year. There's okay. going to be more. That was a loaded team that played out there oh, yeah. on Sunday night. Stacked. Yeah. I mean, yeah. completely stacked on offense with superstars and Pro Bowlers and and and. You know, all pros everywhere. Right. You know, if they were playing on different teams, all these guys, guys could have been uh, pro bowlers. It, it's like what uh, was that, Benium? Did you guys see Sue? Yeah, Dominican Sue. Man, he the was the guy who Ham once thought was going to be a bust after he was killing man, in Nebraska. He, was, he thought Glenn he was Dorsey was going to be better than Dominican Sue, but I mean, he's way beyond his prime. But he, he turned back the clock. Yes, on on on, oh, on Sunday. Man, I was like, wow, like, this guy looks like. He's at his peak again. I was like, wow, this is Sue. I was like, how old is he again? How about like, JPP, really man? Yeah, I how about know. Jason he Pierre Paul? Shaq Barrett? Yeah. yeah. But JPP, he Vito was... Vea? Well, you know, this yeah. is, I, I don't know why they didn't go with this. My, my thinking when the, they're forming this team, it's like, remember the Sylvester Stallone movie, The Expendables? Like, oh, all yeah. these like, action stars from the recent past, and they made it work. And then after every sequel, they have some new guy. Yeah. They could do that. They could their Super Bowl run could just be like the Expendables, you know, like yeah, Dwight just, Freeney will yeah, join just, the yeah. team next year. <laughs> <laughs> John stuff. Abraham, yeah, bring like, John Abraham back yeah, too. It's like oh shit, John. No, fuck. they were loaded, yeah. and and I think they they could probably get some other guys to sign for some veteran minimums right. too. No, yeah, I, it, well, let's keep it in the NFL. Let's talk off season, right? It feels like every year the NBA they capitalize on the free agency, right? Right. They get mind share from viewers and audience because there's so many movements in free agency. Right. NFL doesn't really do that right. for the most part. It's not a big trade free agent market, but this year seems different, right? There are a, there are a lot of quarterbacks. Are, okay. So let, let's go through some of them, some stuff that's already happened, right? Matt Stafford went from the Lions, right? Mm -hmm. This moribund franchise that just can't seem to get it right. They had all these great position players, but they can't get it right. Got traded to the Rams. Jared Goff goes to the Lions with a couple picks. So Detroit made out okay. But Stafford now is with McVay. Golf is in Detroit. What did you guys think of the Stafford I, trade? I wanted Stafford, I mean, just to be a homer, I wanted him to come to Indy because, like, he can throw the ball, and Indy's got a good good O-line, and it, it looked like it made sense. But when I saw the the trade, I was like, that is very steep, you know, like for Rams to give well, up. Well, initially, but then I guess somebody was explaining that Jared Goff had this impossible contract, so they, yep. they had to kind of – make it work to where both sides can kind of get a little bit. Cause and it, let us say here, we're in Georgia. Right. Stafford's a Georgia boy. That's right. Not yeah. that it matters yeah. in how we evaluate this trade, but you know. But I, I, I would like to see how it plays out because initially I was like, they gave up way too much. And then I was like, well, maybe, you know, 
it kind of makes sense. Like, I think uh, the Rams don't have a first round pick. What through twenty five or something? Yeah, they don't believe in that. They're right. like they're like the NBA now. The NBA yeah. is like we don't care about first round picks. We just want stars. Like so they they just they've keep adopted on that trading philosophy. away their first round talent, and maybe it'll work. I don't know, but like, sounds very risky. I'm Vinian? sorry. What, oh, go ahead, Ben. No, I, I actually uh, believe in my boy, Jared Goff. I think that he just needs to be in the right system, as we talked about. I think he's actually a lot better than he's playing, and uh, I think he just has to find his groove. Like, I was going to pick, all jokes aside, if I had to pick a real dark horse, it would definitely have been the Rams if he was still there. I was not going to pick him because I'm not a big fan of Stanford. I think he's a good quarterback. So you prefer golf over that Stanford? So you think so golf is better in your eyes? In, in my opinion, I think I think there is younger. Okay. Yeah. I feel that he is actually very good. He just needs to be coached up. But McVay. Whereas I think Stanford has but, been Stanford has seen different systems, different coaches. I don't think there's anything there, in my opinion. So inside baseball, inside kickball, whatever you want to call it. I heard this on a podcast. Merit whatever you want to it. McVay in the offseason goes to Cabo. Stafford checks into the same resort two, three days later. I heard this on a podcast, so it must be true. Uh, this was before the trade happened. Also, one of McVay's best friends, sister, is married to Matthew Stafford. Oh, really? So there's this... Did they have like a um, three-way or something? How did the story go? <laughs> Basically, the <laughs> idea is that McVay has always known Stafford. He's very close to because okay. he's very close to the guy who's the brother of his Stafford's wife. Gotcha. And so like he's wanted this for a but while. But these people have a lot of friends in the in the league. You think no, that's true. But they, there's basically the talk is like McVay really wanted Stafford. Okay. They had other options. They could have went for other guys and made the trade. I'm not saying he would have took Stafford over Deshaun Watson, but there were guys right out there, and he wanted Stafford. And so there's this feeling that McVay gave the ultimatum to the Rams, like I want that guy, and they got him. Right, and they gave up a lot. So I don't know. I mean, um, I'm okay with it. I like Stafford. I'm a Stafford guy. Um, I golf golf is good, but I like Stafford, and that team goes all in. The Rams. It feels like every year, anyways. Right, they keep to leave trade all these things. Like this is what they do. And did they also give up something for Jalen Ramsey? Like, yeah, they like, give yeah. up a lot. That's yeah. their philosophy. They they don't care about assets. They care about now. Right, potential. There is no tomorrow. What do you think about yeah. the trade? I think it was an absolutely horrible fucking trade on the part of the Rams. I mean, you 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 pretty much Goff is a guy who fits in McVay's system. He's a bootleg, you know, play action. Let's you know, let's let's get an all around game going. Get me out in the boot, see what I can find. And Goff has done fine in that system. Goff has went further in that system than Matthew Stafford ever has gone. Right. Yeah, Goff has had some. Good years. Goff has gone he to the Super Bowl in let's, year let's two. Let's be honest. Let's and be he's honest. still when, young. When, that's 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 a quarterback that has his whole career right. ahead of him. Matthew Stafford is going into what year thirteen? Yeah, he's like yeah, eleven or twelve. Yeah, yeah. yeah but he like came out in two thousand and nine. He came out thirty three. He came out in oh nine. You you haven't seen enough from Matt Stafford. There's not enough tape on him. First hey, of man, all, he can't stay healthy. I take Stafford over Matt Ryan. He's that's fine. Yeah, I I, that. I'm gonna dis, I'm gonna disagree, but it's not really it's not really a, a, a huge discernible difference. Right. I would say Matt Ryan has had the better career. I think that he's yeah, been healthier. Sure, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. He's been healthier. He's had the MVP season. He's gone to the Super Bowl. Matt Stafford hasn't shown you any of those things. But didn't Stafford lift a keg over his head in college? Wasn't <laughs> what, that Stafford? What's the thinking? What do you think the thinking was behind getting rid of golf? Did like McVay just None. say, I can't win with this guy? I didn't even know about this no, story, I, but I now think, it makes uh, the nepotism makes sense. There's, there's yeah. some sort of Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, come on, well, bro. Jared Goff just to, came out a few like, years ago. Yeah, that, yeah. It's, he's literally like 25 or something. He can still yeah, improve. Yeah, yeah I, I, don't, I think guy, McVay okay. has soured on Jared Goff quite a bit. I don't know if uh, Goff was McVay's guy versus the GM or, or the owner of the Rams. But I think over the last few years, I think McVay is like, there's a ceiling with Goff. Let me get a guy with and a you bigger like, arm. Uh, we hit it. Like, this is as good as this motherfucker's going to get. I mean, get him out of here. Look, Goff, before this year, a couple years ago, he arguably was the MVP. He didn't win it, but like he was... So good, man. You know, and I'm a Stafford guy, so I like overall the trade if it gets them a little bit better. But yeah, it's it's tough. I get it. Goff, he's been hurt a lot too, right? He had a thumb injury this year. He didn't look that good in the playoffs, but I don't know, man. They did win a game in the playoffs. I right? mean, let's not forget Goffs. this guy. Basically, Mahone and Goff are like the next, you know, the next superstars of the NFL. Uh, you know. Okay, I, I disagree with that, but okay. Well, one of them is, but I mean, but it's interesting how golf okay, and Carson Wentz now. are like looking for other teams to play. Yeah, for let's already. let's transition to Carson Wentz, man. Pretty can much, I, the Eagles have said we get rid of this. Can, can I just say one more thing about the the, about that whole trade? Yeah, go ahead. I think the way that McVay does things. It, it, it's gonna start to become a problem. Yeah. He brought in Brandon Cooks, shoved him out after yeah. a year or two. Yeah. He had Gurley, drafted mm-hmm. Gurley, shoved him, him out yeah. after a couple of years. Yeah. He had Golf, shoved him out after right. a couple of years. Like something is not. Right. There's something amiss right. in, in in LA right now with that team. And I honestly think the Chargers have the the much brighter future yeah. Than, yeah. The, than, than the Rams do. I think that's actually a really good dark horse right. call. There's something going on with the way that he does things. I think he think he thinks too highly. Of his own yeah, talents. Right. And he underestimates the talents of the guys that are on the team. And you have to have consistency. You have to have some kind of continuity between these guys. Unless you're Tom Brady. Yeah. Caveat. Yeah. But th- there's something wrong with yeah. the way that he's doing things out there. And I think it's going to start to rub players the wrong way at some point. Because, you, you, I mean, you can't just continue bringing in, pl- bringing players in and out like that. Bill Belichick can do that, but Bill Belichick has cachet. Right, yeah. Sean McVay doesn't have that, the cachet yeah. for that yet. I mean, like and the he's Wonder Kid, stake, but yeah, he didn't hadn't won anything. I mean, you're yeah. gonna stake the future on on a on a on a guy who literally I, I've seen Matt Stafford from his days at Georgia make so many boneheaded right. decisions. And okay, that's great. He loves football. That's wonderful. But if you're if you're gonna do if you're gonna give up what he gave up, yeah, and and send golf away. You waited out and you try to see if you can bring a guy like Deshaun Watson in. Mm, right. Yeah. Not for fucking Matt go. Stafford. Right. You do that there for Deshaun. Because yeah. Watson's yeah. better. He's younger. That makes sense. Yeah. That made that would that would have made perfect sense. Yeah. You gave up a couple of first rounders. You gave up a a a, a round three pick yeah. swap. Yeah. You gave up a, a young up and coming quarterback. You know, yeah. like you do that for Deshaun. You right. waited out until yeah, that, yeah. that situation gets figured out. Right. Or, you know, for, for all the other quarterbacks that are still out there, Jameis Winston's still out there, Carson Wentz is still out there, right. you know, and I know we're, we're about to talk about these guys soon, yeah. but you do that once you figure out what all the options right. are. I mean, I felt like he just dove headfirst into this Matt Stafford right. trade, and I think it was reckless. So right. let's, let's, yeah. let's... Let me let's ask go. you a question, just last question before we move on. How many years do you think Stafford has left in him? Sure, I mean, the way the he, quarterbacks it, are playing these if, days, it, at least yeah. four or five. If, if he adopts a TB12 diet... At least ten years. If not, 
you know, he'll be like most quarterbacks. Like that boy is fragile. Yeah, he'll yeah. Be, is that how it's pronounced? <laughs> <laughs> like probably like Goff another is, four, four Goff or five again. years. Goff yeah, has it. Yeah, yeah. So Goff, Goff has what? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Goff has another decade. Yeah, yeah. Easy. Yeah. easy. Yeah, easy. Oh, well, I guess I'm the one but, of the yeah. only ones yeah. that like it. But again, I said that move. You like that trade? Yeah, I think he's an upgrade over Goff. So, and that team is built to win now. If he can get you to the Super Bowl, you think Stafford is a top ten quarterback? That's arguable, but I definitely don't think Goff is. I think he's a better quarterback than Goff. That's what I think. Would you take and Carson Wentz over wow. Goff? Carson Wentz over Goff? Yeah. You think there's a discernible difference yeah. between Stafford and Goff? Yeah, I, I, I like Stafford. I do. Okay. I think he's just Detroit. It's just the time suck. The, the playoffs suck for everybody sure. that goes there. But that's my opinion. It's arguable. I get it. I get the argument from the Rams standpoint and the Lions. Like the Rams wanted to get off that onerous contract of Goff because he was owed a lot of money. Yeah. So they were like, look, we'll give up some picks. I think one is a pick this year. So it's really a pick swap. It's not pick really giving up a, a straight one, yeah. up pick. And then I guess the Lions are like, look, Stafford doesn't want to be here. Right. Let's get Goff, who I heard the GM, he likes Goff. He right. liked Goff coming out of college. So you get a guy you like and you get picks. Why not? Right. right. You're not going to win with Stafford. Right. And the Rams are built for now. They really are. So if he can give you a. 10% I mean, it's, a, it's an easy choice for Detroit. I mean, they don't <laughs> forget. <laughs> the, the Rams won the first yeah. round of the playoffs. They yeah. won, they, they beat the Seahawks. Like, they are a team built for now. Right. So, if, they can, if he can get them one title, now that's a big ask, especially with uh, Simon's uh, Tampa Bay love <laughs> for Tom Brady. I mean, I mean and, they, and they beat Seattle with, with Goff playing with a broken, with a broken thumb, yeah, coming yeah. two weeks off of a broken thumb. That like, defense, man. That I defense is not going anywhere. They're going to be good. Ramsey, like you said, they gave up a shitload to get him. They give him a lot of money. You know, they got Aaron Donald, obviously, former defensive player of the year. Like, that yeah. team is going to be 9-10 win minimum for the next five years probably. Right. So why not? Let's move on to Carson Wentz. Philadelphia Eagles have said, hey, man, we're getting rid of this guy. Reports have been they're going to get rid of him, like, soon. Right. I mean, right. who knows? By the time this is released, right. he could be traded. Where do you think Wentz will I go? mean, the, the number one destination that everybody's talking about is, is Indy, yeah, to go back with Frank Reich. You know, like, he had his success when he do was Do you like that court. as a Colts fan? No, I, I don't know. No. Would you rather Philip Rivers or Carson Wentz? No, okay, no, no. Carson <laughs> Wentz first, yes. <laughs> Philip Rivers, go teach your fucking kids or whatever. Get out of here. Serviceable year, but like no. So you think he's gonna end up in Indy? I think because now all because first of all, my, the best case scenario would have been Deshaun Watson, but there's no way that's happening, especially if, it, if they're in the same division. They're not gonna trade him to Indy. Uh, Stafford is out. Uh, definitely not uh, Winston, right? So like basically, then James, like what James is the logical James. next step? Basically, you need hey, a, you got to eat the W's. Eat I, the W's. <laughs> <laughs> so like Indy has uh, uh, Eason, former Georgia player, but he's not ready to be a starter. Not yet. Um, and the nucleus of the Indianapolis like defense, the offensive line, it's like a, a good team. So you you kind of need a bridge to get you. They should have traded for Matt person. Stafford, and also signed. But I mean, Jake Fromm. All Georgia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got that. They do have okay. Jake Fromm, don't they? Uh, uh, no, Eason. Fromm was with the Buffalo Bills. I don't know if he watched oh, okay. that or. I'm yeah. telling didn't you. He, didn't he get into some trouble with some bullshit tweet? Like, he yeah. said some racist. They all do. Yeah, it's like, come on, man. There's a statute of limitations. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, also, don't the, ever. Uh, by the way, any up and coming Anglo Saxon, 
players, don't ever recite lap li- rap yeah, lyrics right. in your Twitter feed. Don't <laughs> ever do that because it'll right. always come back to <laughs> haunt you, Yeah, people, because especially when people are bored. But anyways, yeah, they would have, I mean, Justin Houston on defense, the kicker, mm. kicking, uh, Easton. I mean, it's all Georgia. They should have brought AJ So you Green want him to go to Indianapolis and you think he's going to go to well, Actually, I don't want I him to don't go want to him, but, but I guess he's gonna at this point, like of all the available options, he's like the least bad option. Where do you uh, want to see him? Do you care? Uh, Washington, like I, you know, he can go mm, to a right. team wow. like that. Simon, you know? I think Washington believes in Heineken. You think they're gonna bring? Uh, I think they believe okay. in Heineken. I mean, he, he played lo- well. He, yeah, he loves that motherfucker. Another Heineken. Gives that motherfucker another Heineken. Um, I think Carson Wentz to me is um one of the most baffling cases of of Do you of think it's quarterbacks like in his head and the entire. I, I don't. I honestly don't know what it is. I just know that he had a phenomenal season. In 2017, mm-hmm. was, so he got hurt. Yeah, for all intents and purposes, was, like, was the MVP. MVP. Yeah, it was like November when he got hurt, but he, he was he way was, yeah. ahead of everybody was, yeah. else. Until, I mean, he was playing until great. Until Mandingo, Nick Foles came. Yeah, in. And, and then he yeah. and then he, and the then he fucking gets hurt. Yeah, and Nick Foles just fucking balls the fuck just out. Whips it up. He he yeah. he does like a repeat of his like 20. What was it? His 2013 season yeah. in the playoffs wins the Super Bowl. They get rid of Nick Foles. You bring in Carson Wentz, and he just does not look like the same guy right. anymore. Right. You know? Like, he, looked, I, he looked bad. Like, he looked really, really bad. bad. But it seems he had like a terrible like season. A, like a confidence issue. Like, it, well, I guess the question is, 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 he, is his career salvageable? I will, I will also say this. The Eagles had a lot of injuries this year. Right. Mm-hmm. Ertz missed time. Yeah. Goddard missed time. Alshon Jeffrey missed time. Deshaun Jackson missed time. So... I kind of give Carson Wentz a pass for this year. I don't give him a pass for last year. Okay. Because he looked pretty bad last right. year, where too. Where do you think he's going? Or where do you, would you like to see him? So I think, obviously, the two places that make the most sense is, uh, number one, uh, the the Colts, as Ham said. Mm-hmm. Number two, I would say the Bears, because they follow oh, a very, a very, good, a very yeah. similar system. That team is built to win, too. They're built yeah. to win right now as well. Has Denver given up on Drew Locke? Like, you think no, I, any, I don't think so. Do you think I'm going to stick with him? So. Okay. No. I, I, He's I, had his moments. I, I, they should, oh, but I don't think they have. I don't think they have. Would you trade Matt Ryan for Carson Wentz? Straight up? No. Nope. No, 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 no. Come there's on, something that just... You guys taking it too far, I'm man. Just, insults, you man. know, I'm a Matt Ryan <laughs> hater. If you did, though, if you did, though, would you would you trade Matt Ryan? Would you trade uh, uh, Carson Wentz away? No, would you would you trade away Matt Ryan? Give up two... Give No, would you trade Carson Wentz away? Give up two first-round picks for Matt Ryan? <laughs> that's the question. <laughs> that's right. Because that's pretty much the yeah, same thing that the Rams and, yeah, the, and the Lions did. This year, I would think about... Well, no. For Deshaun Watson... Ooh, I'd give up absolutely, which shot. is why I think that you should sit it out yeah. and wait until things kind of shake so out. So, where do you think you end up? I think Carson Wentz. Uh, I would say probably Chicago. Okay. I would say probably Chicago would be the team that 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 would be in my mind as far as as far as um yeah, the, the fit and moving like, away from Trubisky. I would yeah, think, I would think. Um, but I mean, the Colts are, are are right there too. You know, they they they've got Jacoby Brissett off the books. They've right. got Philip Rivers off the books. Right. So they've got some space now to 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 take on a that type of contract right. that that Carson Wentz has. But honestly, if I was a Colts fan, I would not want Carson Wentz there. I would want I would want to go after um you know like a second year uh, like a, like a like a guy who has kind of been washed out and you know has a second chance or I, or I would or I would go try to get one of these rookies okay 
Yeah, you 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 can say those two guys, but you could, I I would also go for a rookie. That team is stacked. Yeah, elephant they have the three room, really good running backs, Ru- some decent yeah. wide receivers, and a loaded defense. Let's right. go elephant in the room. The biggest free agent name, not technically a free agent. Deshaun Watson said, "Hey man, I'll sit out if I got to the next season." Houston Texans are saying right now, GM saying, "Nah, man." The new guy who Deshaun Watson did not approve. The guy who was like the, the social coordinator, the, whatever he was, charlatan, yeah, whatever he was. Deshaun Watson, where does he end up playing opening day? I, I, I'm just going to – I'm assuming because what they're going to ask for uh, for a, a Watson trade is going to be so much that he's going to be on H-Town? the Houston Texan roster. Because, like, I, I, I don't know. They'll, they'll want the world, like Houston. Even though they're stupid with trades, like they give up a lot for let's get that fat guy from the Dolphins, and now that turned out to be a top three or top four draft pick for the Dolphins. Like, Who, Tunsil? Yeah, oh, like they, they make a lot of weird. Oh, we're in win now mode. Like, no, you're not. Like, you're a four and twelve team. Like, I but, mean, to be fair, though, then, last year, right, they were on the precipice of beating the Chiefs and until the they Chiefs did, did what yeah, they did. Right, but, but yeah, but because I mean, think about it. What would be? What do you think the asking price is going to be if the Stafford? I, I understand there were some uh, hey, you're, contract you're, you're, considerations. You're a, you're a Colts super fan. What would you give up for Deshaun Watson? I mean, because your team is built to win. Right, How but you don't want you? you don't want to compromise yourself to the point where you're giving up everything for one player, right? So you have a good good thing okay, going. Two first round picks. Right. Do you do it? Yeah, two first round picks. Sure. Yeah. Three. No. Three. Okay. Three is too. Two's the limit. Yeah. I'm Ben the fucking farm. You would you would on Deshaun? Yeah, for sure. If you're the Atlanta Falcons, this is a, a trade I've thrown out many times to friends. I don't even know uh, feasibly how how as possible. Matt Ryan and Julio Jones for Deshaun Watson. No. 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 So Matt Ryan. I, I think I think I draw the line at Julio Jones. Okay. But other than that, the farm. Other than that, yeah, I'm Ben the I'm Ben the farm on Deshaun Watson. How many first round picks would you give up from Deshaun Watson? What's the limit? Whatever it takes. I would I would give up three first round. I th- I think it's gonna turn out to be a bidding war. And as much as I think that Houston should hold on to him, I think you especially when it comes to draft time, I think people people are going to be, you know, Giving Houston all that they can handle, I think there will be a bidding war for Deshaun yeah. Watson. Yeah, Binium. Baltimore Ravens, Crab Cakes, super fan himself. Who would you give up Lamar Jackson for Deshaun Watson? No, no, I wouldn't. I mean, Deshaun is. Don't get me wrong, he's good, and I don't think he's going anywhere. By the way, but um, I think Lamar is doing them justice. He's it's because you have to think about like the whole team. Like you have to think about the system, the coaches, the players, the city. Like Lamar is perfect for that franchise. Uh, I don't think now to the viewers you know, that's not actually going to happen. But I just wanted to see where Binium stood. Unless I'm mistaken, right? Unless I'm mistaken, um, Deshaun has not signed his second contract yet, he right? Did. He did. He signed it last year, uh, four years, 156 mil or something. Oh, he's fuck, making like 40 mind. million. Yeah, he, he's got a week. I mean, he can threaten. No, there's not. Out, there, I mean, he can hand. sit out, yeah, but that's yeah. not that's not much yeah. leverage. It's a lot yeah. of money to sit that's out. That's not leverage. And actually, I believe the CBA recently, like before, what would happen is, in this, uh, you could miss a bunch of games and get fined, but the team could kind of make it up and owe it back to you, and okay. they could do some like kind a of, retroactive kind of yes, play. Yes, nice. but I heard in the CBA recently they basically nixed that. So they were like, look, if you miss games. The team cannot find a way to make the money back. This NFLPA man. So he'd Why actually, would you concede that? <laughs> like I, I believe if Watson misses everything up until 
he's gonna eat the start season, he'd be down like two or three oh, mil. Fuck that. See and, that? And I'm sure he can find a way to get it back, but technically under the CBA now, the Houston Texans can't just gift him back. Right. The so money basically, unless a team comes to Houston with an offer that they cannot refuse. It is more likely than not that he's going to be on the roster. I mean, he may try to hold well, out for I a couple of weeks. Think you know, the way teams are in the win now mode, there's got to be a team willing but to give up I mean, four like, first round. Just taking out like who would give up like that much? Who's the player? Wait, what about you should the, be. What about the Saints? They're ready. They're ready to aren't win. Aren't they like now. in cap hell as it Don't is? Don't count out the the uh, the Patriots. Yeah, that would be crazy. Oh, that would be something. They've got yeah. like sixty yeah, million in cap space yeah, right now. Sense. Don't count out the Patriots. Yeah, I can see. Like, he's on tilt after Tom Brady viewers, winning. Oh, yeah. for, the, for, for the viewers, for the listeners, Deshaun Watson does have a no trade clause, which is pretty rare in the NFL, right? Yeah. NBA, it's more common. So he can nix anything, and I. Yeah, but he nothing has really would, yeah. come out about where he would like to go. But I mean, to go, you can, but what, what sort of incoherent argument is he making? Like, <laughs> I want out. I'm gonna say, it's like, but I'm not gonna go there. It's like, just go where. Uh, come to Atlanta to shot like, Deshaun Watson. Come home. To, you from yeah. Gainesville. Come home, baby. Deshaun. Figure yeah. out a way to get here, man. So let's let's kind of move on you to... Just, um, you just can't win Super Bowls anymore without somebody playing like a top five, top right. ten quarterback right. anymore. Yeah, the days of Trent Dilfer. What, what, they might be done. Whatever, before we move on to the next subject, whatever ends up happening, Houston, the, this Texans franchise is, has to be one of the worst-run franchises I've ever heard. To piss off J.J. Watt, Deshaun Watson, even Andre some. Johnson, like people from the recent, like all yeah. of your your greats. I mean, your franchise has only been around for 20 years. How do you fuck it up this badly for some fucking idiot, some religious yahoo? Like, who are you referring to? Uh, Easter, but what, I forget the yeah, guy's yeah. name. Is. Like, this guy who was like uh, something with the Patriots organization, not football related. Yeah. And then he kind of snuck himself into the football side of the operations. And now he's like, get rid of this guy or get rid of that guy. And yeah, that Houston team. Like, how I did mean, they uh, fuck this up? Deshaun I mean, they had Watson, great Deshaun, players. Deshaun Watson is still young, but, like, think about what the Seahawks, not that it's a fair comparison, but, like, what the Seahawks did in Russell Wilson's first five years yeah, versus what Houston's done. Like, Houston had that opportunity with a game-changing quarterback on a rookie contract right. for a few years. See, that, that'd be a trade they could make, just straight up. Oh, that would be. Seattle well, Would you Houston. do it if you were in yeah. Seattle? Russell for Deshaun? <laughs> I mean, I, that's a good one, huh? Because like, yeah, Russell Wilson into that, you know, weird shit. You know, he'd get along with that guy. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Just trade Jesus? those two. Even trade. No, no, no. Just, <laughs> Wait, Jesus is weird now? Come on. No, no, man. no. Jesus is fine. Just we got to devout kind of, listeners. No, 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 no. I was about to say. I'm you should look into that. that kind of Jesus stuff. He's into some weird Jesus stuff. Not regular <laughs> Jesus stuff. <laughs> okay, I'm not even. Okay, really quickly, right, we'll really quickly. Uh, let's just uh, go to the NBA real quick. Uh, really quickly, um, obviously, we haven't talked about the NBA much in the last few episodes because the season is just chugging along. Some stops here and there, some postponements. Uh, the All-Star game has been decided because before the season began, there was like this uh, indefinite, undetermined All-Star situation. It was like, hey, we're going to stop the season at a point. We'll figure out the second half schedule, and the All-Star game is up in the air. Right. They have clearly, they've decided in the last week that they're going to host the All-Star game March 7th, I believe, in Atlanta. In Atlanta. Yep. We're, hey, buffer. We want an invite, right? We'll take courtside <laughs> no. seats. That's right, yeah. No. Me- media press. Yeah. You know? What am credentials yeah. at? <laughs> yeah, please give it to us, man. Courtside seats. There's been a lot of players, notable superstars. Right now. De'Aaron Fox is not a superstar yet. He was the first one to kind of be like, I don't even know why we're playing. LeBron came out and said, I don't get it. Right. Why are we playing? What? 
Giannis has come out and said the same thing. So players have said, man, we don't really want to play, but we'll do it if we have to. The players are saying Should that. Should the but, NBA have an all-star game? But the, okay, so the players are saying that, but the players' association came to terms to have this, right? So it's not like – so who is – the but should they? Should Chris they Ball. be playing? Okay, so it's Chris Ball. But okay, the, should they be the, playing in all the The NBA went from the bubble yeah. to playing some bullshit insignificant exhibition game where you're bringing all of the best players so then they can interact and then go back to their and respective it's gonna teams. it's going to be one like, day only. They're going to stuff all the activities and, into one night. And also, they're not having like a fully you know, packed place, right? It would be like the, 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 the crazy buckhead lady on the sidelines that's screaming drunkenly, right? So it's not like... You know, exhibition. So they're, they're not uh, going to have a full capacity, right? But all star all star games are. Why like, don't they invite all the medical professionals like the Super <laughs> that's Bowl? That's true. Yeah, they should. But you can fill up a uh, the Atlanta Atlanta arena with you could, medical professionals. You would think that all star game is like it's basically fan service. Like this is just a let's take a break in the middle of the season. You know, well, we'll have these fun events. You know, have little bow wow playing in some sort of celebrity. You know, so like do you think they should even fun have a bow wow? <laughs> It's Bow Wow now. There's been lots of stuff in the All-Star game, but like, how about it's supposed to be like a festive, yeah. And then you have you know music versus. Events. How about versus? Versus, yeah. Live versus is a game <laughs> changer. That's right. But all of those options are available if in a normal environment. But if you're gonna do like 400 people spread out wearing a like, what is the point of this? Like, just have so you a think break. They and shouldn't then, even have it. Yeah, they shouldn't. It was, what's the point of this exhibition game? And LeBron came out and he basically was like, "Look, I have no energy. I don't really want to do it." We were told when they reconvened the season, we were going to have like a five-day break. This yeah. is what LeBron said. Yeah. So we were under the assumption that no All-Star. We were just going to get an extended break to chill and, you know, kind of refresh our minds. And then he's like, well, you know, hey, man, if they want me to do it, I'll do it. So even he was kind of like, man, I don't really want to do it. Simon, should they even have the All-Star game this season? No, but I haven't given a shit about the All Star Game or the Pro Bowl or the Pro Bowl yeah. for what about years. the dunk contest? I haven't man. Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon, you know? No, uh, sure. I mean, why not? I like watching the highlights, but I I don't watch it. In, I don't watch any of that shit in real yeah, the time. Game it's itself has it's not incredibly been good boring in to me. So I don't. I mean, to me, I understand everything they're saying, and you know, they're saying it for COVID purposes. I just think the I think the game has has lost the luster that it, that it used to have. You know, yeah. like we used to be excited to watch like All Star games and Pro Bowl games because it was like all our favorite players on the field the, oh, yeah. at the same time. But the competition level isn't; they don't really compete anymore. Well, to be fair, the last few years they've uh, put a few more stakes on the line, money and other stuff. It's been more competitive in the fourth quarter. At the end, like the last six it's minutes, like one hundred and ninety-two to one hundred eighty-five. Yeah, it's like they, they don't care until it's like one hundred thirty to one hundred thirty-five. But, but literally, just like just throwing the ball in the air, just windmill dunks, and it's like I mean, it's entertaining to a certain extent, but it's totally pointless. I, I still like the dunk contest and the three-point contest when people who care about it are in it. All right. So I think uh, the public opinion right now is, yeah, LeBron, you're right. Like, who cares? But I think if they do it right and they put the game together, I think people will watch. Obviously, the ratings will be down like every other sport. I think it'll work out okay. I'll be excited probably as long as the players play. If the players are just like unmotivated, it won't matter. I feel like I feel like the 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 rookies versus second year and like the world versus USA players are way more exciting than the actual All Star game itself. You know, yeah. those kids are out there. They're looking to make a name for themselves. They're hungry. You know they're playing with more emotion. Like I, I think I think I don't know. Uh, yeah, Binium, I don't think it's worth it. Worth playing what do you think, it this Binium, year. Should they play an All Star game, or do you think they should just bypass this year? I mean, I think there's some value in getting things 
getting things to be somewhat exciting. I mean, I mean, I'd see the argument on both sides, but why not just keep tradition and just try to keep some excitement going? I know it's not there, but it would Are be nice. Are you going to come down to the ATL to petition the yeah, buffer to down. get a spot? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be lit that, that weekend, I'm sure. Right. It's going to be I'll super lit that, Yeah, that they weekend. may be following rules in the arena, but there's no rules following. Hey, no, ain't no, no rules <laughs> in the streets, baby. <laughs> Edgewood, baby. Ain't no Edgewood. rules in the streets. Uh, that shit's going to be fucking bonkers. <laughs> People are already coming here just to party in general. Days. That's true, yeah. It, uh, that, that is true. I, think, I, think, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like with everything going on, I think people are at home. I mean, why not try to boost their morale? You know what I mean? I don't know if it's going to do anything for the game itself, but just for morale for the fans, it might be a good thing. So let's transition to typically, right? We talk about as far as a, a change of pace, we talk about chicken sandwiches. <laughs> we talk about little Boosie. Actually, little Boosie is like, he might as well be a permanent guest on this I podcast. Know, right? <laughs> Today, another uh, <laughs> story about a rapper who did something crazy. So we all been texting, sending messages. Allegedly did it. This guy, I, just, I don't know much of him, but I know of him. Little Uzi Vert put, apparently, a $24 million diamond on his forehead. He got it embedded, <laughs> implanted. He did some surgical procedure. Yeah. He got a $24 million <laughs> diamond, and he says he's been paying it off for three or four years now. Right. That's the story. So apparently, I guess he paid $24 mil for it. Benium, what do you think about this? Is it is this story <laughs> true, Benium? Did he really have anybody independently I mean, confirmed this? So, okay, let's let's uh let's let's just realign. Okay. okay, so apparently the diamond that he implanted in his forehead, it's not it's not like it's considered a piercing. Okay, so I sent you guys a text. I did see, see the like, people would do that. Yeah, but this is his more is reasonable. Much, like, yeah, yeah, this is a reason. So his is an unreasonably large. large Piercing. Uh, from an infection point of view, I don't think it's a good idea. From a financial first, point of view, I don't think it's a good idea. From an entertainment point of view, great idea. First of all, <laughs> if that thing was worth twenty, I doubt it's worth twenty-four million. As soon as right. it's in his body, it's worth less yeah. than twenty-four million. Like the value it's like a new car. of Once it has gone. Off the yeah, it has automatically depreciated as soon as it touched his so skin. So wait, wait, are you doubting the validity of it? Yeah, there, there that is. He paid twenty-four million. There for is it? no scenario the story is uh, accurate as as it's told. There's no way that this. Thing Cost twenty four million dollars, right? Well, his net worth is sixteen million. So it's not worth any kind of million. I mean, after he paid the twenty four million, it's sixteen mil, right? Oh, okay, there we go. Well, they didn't add that into the There's story. There's just no way. This is like a, a publicity stunt. Which you know, hey, t to his credit, good front. Look, He's his own, man. Benium, if I gave you a hundred thousand, would you put that diamond on your forehead? Man, I didn't. I got my finger popped this week, man. I'm not putting anything. Did, is your I, finger I popped or was your finger doing the popping? <laughs> Yo, speaking of finger popping, we went this whole podcast, this video podcast, without mentioning that Binium has a T-shirt that says what on it? Okay, uh, it says Spunk. <laughs> Oh boy! And all, he shows up with a all cast these on his right hand with a t-shirt called Spunk. Oh, I got a man. lot of it, man. I got a lot of it. So That's I am, hilarious. Man. But uh, it's just interesting, man. I mean, the, the 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 length that people go to for attention is just unbelievable these days. Like people are doing anything nowadays yeah, for attention. Anything, it's yeah. just like. At some point, you have to look at yourself and just say, is it worth it? But it doesn't, even, like, it doesn't even seem to matter if it's good attention. Any attention. like yeah, That's what I'm saying. Any, Yeah. Any I mean, it's got, it's news, got the right? buffer talking. 
That's true. But you know this this uh, person. I don't know who anybody that has little something. Little yachty. I just <laughs> like <laughs> little baby. Fuck off, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. But th- yeah, I mean, Lil Wayne is fine. You know, uh, but but this guy has a lot of you know other that. things going on. I just I saw a picture of him. He's got a lot. Like he has committed to this lifestyle. He can't be a banker. He's he's not doing anything other than what he's currently doing. Right. He's all in on this. And so just looking at him, it's like, what is the end game here? Like, is he going to add to it? Like, he's got a thing up here. He's got the grill. He's got tattoos everywhere. It is a so lot. Every, yeah, I think everybody's looking for uh, a sign of or they're trying, to wait, they're trying to find a way to feel significant. Like, anytime people scream, do these crazy things, like, I always take it as you really want to feel significant in this world, and this is what you think the avenue is. Don't, donate a kidney or something. What do you mean? It but it's highly significant. But, I mean, it's just highly entertaining. I right. thought, I was just like, yo, this is crazy. So has he but moved Has he actually, moved, Has he moved above Little Boosie as far as the people you want to invite on the show? Oh, come on. No? Okay. Little Boosie? I just want to make oh. sure. Ooh, okay. how dare you? I thought maybe the 24 million on your forehead... Mike, Simon, can you give us an update on Lil Boozy? I haven't been paying attention to anything he's been doing. Do you know what he's up to these days? Uh, no, I haven't really been paying attention either. Um, you know, I I don't know. Like, I just, I honestly, you know, uh, I I don't I don't know if I believe the story just because entertainers lie so much, they make up so much, and that's part of their job description, right? Is to create content to keep people. Um, talking about it, engage, you know, talking about it, uh, uh, discussing it. I mean, could it be worth 24 million? And he put like a down payment on it and he's, you know, paying the rest. I don't know. Like, honestly, I just, I don't give a shit enough to, to, to really, (laughs) I, I I just don't, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't believe anything that entertainers say. Right. And that's really what it comes down to. But I mean, Everything that he's doing is just kind of like the like the movement of this generation, right? It's oh, the to, clout chasing. Yeah, the clout yeah. chasing. You know what I'm saying? The 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 showing the highlight, the Instagram highlights, and you know, like why do we even know that this is worth 24 million dollars unless he wanted that to be out there? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like when you uh, leave an inordinately large tip at yeah. a restaurant. And somehow it makes the news. Right. Right. It's like, oh, ten thousand dollar tip, Tom Hanks. Yeah, he could have okay. said it was worth four million. I would still be like, what the right. fuck, bro? You put a four million dollar thing right. here, yeah. like, you know, uh, a I diamond in your that, head. I don't believe the twenty there's no way. Okay, okay, little Uzi, if you're listening, if you're watching, man, come on the show and explain yourself. Show <laughs> me the receipts. And we got a tax man here that can confirm, <laughs> audit your expense, but I need to see that you interject. spent $24 million on percent. this. I just want to interject. Yes, go ahead. I just want to interject. I'm sorry. I'm the one that does the invitations, and he's not invited on this show. What? <laughs> that was, Why? Oh, <laughs> what a high bar Wait, we have. He, he, he's not invited? He is not invited. I mean, oh, wow. wow. Look at that. Well, first too of all, foolish. can we call out the question all of the questionable uh, invites? So this uh, person is, doesn't meet your rigorous standards of invite. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you had uh, come on, come Candace on, Owens. Candace Drew Owens, Brees. you had. I mean, Drew Brees. Yeah, yeah how the fuck does Candace <laughs> Owens get invited, but uh, fucking Lil Uzi Vert doesn't get invited, man? For ridicule. He has to be ridiculed. You think, That's all it, it is. There's yeah. plenty of ridiculing available to be had with this guy. Benium wants to humble him and have his comeuppance on the buffer. He needs to be humbled first, and then he can come and do his uh, red table talk with us and humble himself. 
So, Binyam, do you have, I know this is a little unprompted, but you have a grease ball filet of the week? Anything for us? Oh, man, the grease ball of the week is a little oozy. Oh, because of the diamond? It's just the, the and, and, and not only that, but no tack. You put $24 million out there, like Simon said. Come on, bro. Like, you can have a little bit more class than that. You, you got a filet I mean? of the week? Man, Anybody if I had $24 million, I would not care about class. I'd do whatever the fuck oh, filet I Filet of the week, man. Uh, Really? Yeah. No class. Who's your filet? Filet of the week, TB12, man. I just, I just, hats off to the guy, man. It's just, it's easy. he just had, I mean, I can't say anything about him. Hats off. You want to invite him on the pod? I mean, fucking 43 years old, man. It's unbelievable. He's, he's unbelievable. definitely, he's definitely 43? invited. He's been invited before. Three Super Bowls after do you remember, 40. Do you remember how old Steve DeBerg looked when he was playing at 43? <laughs> Everybody look, man. Everybody look old. Oh, uh, look at Drew Brees. How old was Drew Brees? Steve DeBerg playing at 43 wow. for the Chiefs. Yeah. Or Vinny Testaverde. Yeah. I mean, they I'm, just look like okay. fucking skeletons I'm out there. I'm thinking about Matt Ryan playing into his 40s. Okay. I just can't picture that. But you know, uh, you, um, I've, I've criticized Tom helpful. Brady's uh, 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 that food crook, you know, the guy who, who's yeah. been helping him with this. It all sounds like bullshit. But you put like, your money where you're Like, don't eat is. mushrooms, but like, Eat yeah. this and then, like, uh, don't lift too much weight, but have some sort of pliability. 200 ounces of water. All of it sounds like for some bullshit, right? But. But. He looks good. He's 43. He can still throw the ball, right? I mean, he's not it. as good as he was six years ago, but he's not that far off. Like, the drop-off year by year is not as great as it is with other quarterbacks his age. And he's older than most of them, yeah. right? Maybe this bullshit system works, you know. What is he doing? <laughs> what is Just he doing? Like, did, right did, you, did you see the 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 the, the trophies uh, presentation? And you know, he had like he had he had his, he definitely his had face Botox, right? Completely shaved. He definitely had Botox, and though. he looks younger than he was right. when he won the championship at twenty one right. years old. Right. Yeah. Basically, he's like, I don't eat anything that's like that will inflame me or some shit. I mean, like again, it sounds like total bullshit, but then it's their results, right? It's like. He goes to sleep what eight, eight yeah, p.m. Yeah, he he goes to sleep he drinks early. Two hundred ounces of water a day, like which I thought is a lot. Isn't that like a lot? That's a lot, man. Two hundred ounces. You telling me he ain't wet in the bed? Come on. Two hundred ounces. That seems to be like a lot of water. That but doesn't make that's sense. like twelve pints. Yeah, that's what that's he a says. A lot man. of water. Yeah, he, he thinks d- water prevents sunburn. Yeah, again, it all sounds like a, just a bunch <laughs> of <laughs> bullshit you hear. Like in he some, goes to bed at eight. Like uh, Who eight goes eight thirty. Like he goes to sleep when his kids go to sleep, like like eight or eight thirty, and gets up like at five five thirty, so he can do his pliability bullshit and get some massages. How can you be married to oh. a supermodel and go to sleep at eight p.m. <laughs> every day? So the, the, in the story, in one of the write-ups on him, there were, he, he apparently this guy who does it, the massages for him. They, I mean, maybe it's just I'm just a sophomoric type, but the way they're describing the massage is like. He, his massage is unlike any other. It's four minutes and it's intense. And I just kept on giggling through it. Like, man, I'm kind of massage. I think you moved, Jerry. <laughs> can you get, it? how much work can you get out of four minutes? But like, it's, he had like this very regimented thing. It could all just be bullshit just like you sell a book or whatever, right? Maybe he didn't actually do all I, these I, things. I, this was his moment, man, for Tom Brady to be free. He won without Belichick. Right. Without the evil empire of the Patriots. This was his moment when he wanted to stick it to everybody, right. to keep it real, to let it all out, and he still told the company line. He went the right. Patriot way in the post game. I thought for sure he would give a dig. He would say something. No, it, would, it would undercut. Just, I mean, you don't have to 
You know, like they say, it's like the, the punch that Ali didn't throw. You know, like if... I know, but you're a very 40, image-based person. Right. I yeah. know, but you're 43. It does nothing. You, you're the GOAT. But like, you're, but just you're, let it all out, I know, man. but he, he's getting almost all of what he wants without undercutting it. Because if you if he, if he did that, like if he pulled like a pro wrestling, like, fuck all y'all, you know... <laughs> Hey, you oh, was, yeah. hey, you was, <laughs> what did happen? You were spiteful mother lover here. Oh, I would do it. I, would I'm, do? I'm not Tom Brady though. Like Brady I was spiteful. Yeah, Emma, I would. Yeah, would be I would just like uh, uh, there's that character like Sideshow. Like he, he just starts laughing. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. If he convinced like the town to vote for him, like he had like a campaign ad criticizing Sideshow Bob. Yeah, yeah. He, he criticized the mayor for being weak on crime. Quimby. And, yeah, and as evidence of that, he points to the fact that he was released by the mayor. He's like he uh, left, he's he left, terrible. He, he left somebody who who attempted to kill Bart or whatever, and he just started laughing when he won. I would laugh if I won, like you know, gymnast. Like, oh, look at you, you face. won. I like in your face, you fuck all y'all. Can I can I ask you a question? Yeah, if, if, if you could have been um, a fly on anybody's wall, who would it been on Sunday? Oh, probably Belichick. I would like to see what he had to say. Like, he's like, this motherfucker. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I would have loved to have been a fly on Belichick's wall yeah. in his living room or his basement. He look, he looks like a weird guy. Yeah. Somebody who would probably watch the Super Bowl in his like it, basement. Right. With like an old TV. Just like, he's probably like. Fucking I'm, analog TV. Yeah. <laughs> you got to fucking. He's probably like drunk. Scream, I made you, Tom Brady. You are sixth round nothing for I, Michigan. I, I, I honestly, made you. I, I would love to hear Bill Belichick's honest thoughts. Yeah. On him dumping that dude off yeah. like a fucking turd <laughs> in the in the middle of in the middle of the street, like and 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 then watching him put together this team in Tampa right. Bay and then go out there right. and lead his team to to, right. to a championship. Basically, take all the best from the Belichick system, but not this obnoxiousness that you got to follow our way. Like he was able to have a little fun, but also still implement some of. Because you're right, they did make some changes throughout the year because. Bruce Arians bullshit seven stop you know drop yeah, risk it biscuit and then you die like after a while like why don't we just make quicker throws like quicker decisions but how does New England you know, play his yeah, game yeah. how and does then, New England as a franchise feel like you let this guy go right. how could you ever let enough. him go I know but he was still good enough to win a title at this age yeah and you let him go what because he it wanted looks, to stay for more years yeah. like, it looks so bad why? on them it looks so bad on them that they gave up on this guy and they were like yeah you're not really good enough to be our starter right. anymore good luck happy right. trails yeah do whatever you got to do and this guy goes to a place where it's the most losingest franchise yeah. in league history yeah. and wins a championship in his first year with no training camp no preseason no nothing no type of continuity, a bunch of players that came from all over the place and still gets people to believe in him enough to go out there and win a championship with nobody complaining about playing time, receptions, touches. Not a, I didn't hear a single person on the entire Tampa Bay team this whole year say, I think that I should be getting the ball more. Right. Not one person. They should have gave him. The Kobe treatment when Kobe was up in his last few years after the Achilles, right. Lakers gave him a two-year, yeah. fifty-mil contract. They make and everybody said, "Well, obviously you're not going to win," which was right. right. Kobe was washed up, right. but they proved a point to players, to stars, to say, "Like we take care of our guys." Right. And mm -hmm. Kobe was washed up. Brady obviously wasn't washed up. So they, at minimum, they should have said, "Look, we're going to give our guys the money, Brady. We're going to keep him around, yeah, because he's better than anybody else we got." Because let's be honest. 
they were not good this year, the Patriots. Right. I, I they mean, didn't they have a good backup plan. It's not like they right. had the Aaron Rodgers to Brett Favre formula. That is right? true. Yeah, it's not like they had like some heir apparent. I mean, they got rid of that porn star guy. Yeah. You you know you know what's the most embarrassing part of this year for the Patriots is that Tom Brady goes and wins a Super Bowl for you two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago in twenty and twenty nineteen, Tom Brady goes out and he wins a Super Bowl for you. And then the following year, he looks not as good as he was during that Super Bowl run. You happen to beat the Rams using mostly defense. Yep. But up to that point, it was it was Brady all day, right? Yeah, with bum talent. Yeah, defense. Brady go, goes and and, and 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 he and he goes into Arrowhead and he beats Patrick Mahomes. Of course, you know what's his name? Um, D Ford. D Ford uh, has outside, the offside yeah. call on him. Yeah. But that game still went into overtime. And Brady still went down 70 yards on the very first possession of overtime and got the touchdown mm-hmm. and led you to the AFC Championship to get you to be able to play the to to be able to play the Rams. Right. And then the next year, you give him this shoddy ass team that has all these holes on it, and then you say, "We don't think that you're good enough to play here anymore." A guy that's given you 20 years of football, yeah. top level, top notch football. You tell him, "We don't think you're good enough to play here anymore." And what happens is. He walks away, finds another team, leads them to a championship while you're you're all the things that he was hiding on your team when you went 12 and 4 or 13 right. or 3 or whatever they were right. that year. Explain. Now you're able to see that no, he wasn't the problem. Right. You were the problem. Also, sure. right. You Brady didn't was, surround him with Brady enough was talent. There in New England, they had a lot of close games, but Cam just right. was not good. Also, he's not a quarterback yeah, anymore. He would have won 10 11 games with Brady. Also, 20 years of being a company man, right? He's not like he was a headache, right? Pay cut after pay cut. Like, he man. would take a pay cut because his wife was making a gazillion dollars. Um, and also, he was a team, I guess, you know, guy. But, yeah, he was not never a headache. But then you always heard, I don't know how much of that was true in the last few years of Belichick wanted to trade him out so that Garoppolo could start. Like, you know, yeah. all these stories, it's like, nah, it's probably bullshit. It's probably bullshit. But it just kept on recurring in year 20 after years. year. And, and these are years where they're very competitive. Either they're going to the championship game or winning the Super Bowl or losing the Super Bowl. But So it's like, what the hell? What, what, is it like all ego? Just like Belichick just in, wants to prove that he could do it on his own? So like, Aaron Rodgers, and as long as he's been in Green Bay, players have come in and out of there. And players have come out that have retired now that said, you know, Aaron Rodgers, the dude was kind of difficult. He does seem to was, be kind right? of like an asshole. I mean, he's a smart Tom guy, Brady. but yeah. Been in the league over 20 years now. Not a single player that played with him previously or currently has said, yo, Tom Brady, that dude was difficult, bad teammate. Not a single guy. So, like, when you get rid of a guy like that who nobody has an issue with, nobody works harder, and he is the face of a whole And he's a very, like, uh, easy person to hate. He's a good-looking guy, married, and winning all these titles. He could easily be the most hated guy. But they all love him. Yeah. Yeah. All his all his teammates love him. Yeah. I mean, if you go through his story right now, you'll see all these former guys that he played with, from Teddy Bruschi to um, uh, McGinnis, Troy Brown, to, all to, of those to guys. McGinnis to Troy Brown Seymour. to Seymour to um, Legarrette Blount mm-hmm. to all these guys that have played with him, uh, Patrick Chung, all these guys that have played with him over the, they all love him. Right. And as soon as he signed in Tampa Bay, you can see. All of a sudden, they had this belief that they didn't right. have right. last year right. or the previous years before that. So, I mean, I just think it, it, it's it's a big stain 
on Belichick's resume right. for this to happen. And for everybody that's saying that Mahomes took the biggest loss on Sunday to his legacy, yeah. I think it was actually Belichick. Right. Yeah, he's yeah. Yeah. for sure. Point. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Mahomes is young. He's already won one. He'll be fine. But yeah, you're right. I think Belichick yeah. had the yeah. biggest, took the biggest L on Sunday because the Chiefs are going to be back. They've got all these guys locked in for right. the next several years. Right. Hill, Kelsey, Mahomes, whatever right. the 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 running back is a rookie. Right. They're going to be around, right. but I don't know if Belichick's legacy is going is going to recover from this. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, he had he won two right. Super Bowls before Brady, and he yeah, won but not six as a, head, as a, a defensive coordinator. coordinator. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. The, let's see what he does without Brady. Like I said, I don't believe in the guy. I think that it's been. A lot more Tom Brady behind the scenes. Well, I mean, Belichick is a great for. coach. I mean, he's the, like the best coach. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we've seen it. <laughs> uh, but I, I, que- I question now, based but on his assessment of Brady. Brady at the end of his career, no, yeah, that, it yeah. is is Belichick the goat? I, I think he is because I think that I think ego seeped in. He wasn't making football decisions. I don't know what happened to him. I don't know why it's important to him to. To say it's not this guy, it's it's like I don't think that's what it was about. I don't think it was about as he more responsible for the success. I think it was the fact that Brady had his own system in the locker room, and people were people in the locker room were gravitating more towards his system of training as opposed to oh, the like Patriots system no, of no training. Tomatoes and you, stuff you, like you remember? You remember when they kicked out Brady's trainer from the locker room yeah. a couple of years ago? I think I think I think. Right. Bill felt like he was losing control of the type of structure and training that he wanted to have in the locker room. And I think it just came to a head to the point where, like, we don't feel that you're good enough for us to be able to um, to let you get away with this anymore. Right. But it just seems like uh, for all the wise things that Belichick has done, to get rid of a player, even if it's 42, 43, they had no backup plan. They are just kind of like, oh, shit, <laughs> let's... Get, get, get let's get guy. that guy. Yeah, just like that marriage, it was just done. It was yeah. cooked, and I think Brady was ready to go. He wanted to make it work, but I don't like uh, listeners out there, viewers. There are certain times when you have a job you really enjoy, you don't want to leave, but you don't get the love, man, and you're tired of not getting the love from your superiors, and eventually you break, and you just say, "I'm done." You know, I know I'm the vet. I know I have everything here, but like. Show me something. Give me a hug. Give me something. And I think Belichick never did it. And Brady was just like, you know what? I'm done. On top of that, let's be real. I think Brady, he's the GOAT, right? He saw the writing on the wall. That team over the last few years was getting worse and worse on offense. They were adding nothing on offense to compliment him. So I think he said, you know what? If they don't give me a little love, I'm leaving. Because, right, I I think Schefter said it. He said it yesterday, Adam Schefter. There were two teams – Brady made himself a free agent. There were realistically two teams that wanted Tom Brady. Okay? Out of 32. Yeah. The Chargers and the Buccaneers were That's the only it. teams that made have a you real heard, push. Have you heard Shefty's report on this? No. Wow. So they were the only teams that made a real push for Tom Brady. Any kind of push. Wow. Out of all the teams. Because they thought Brady was washed up. I mean, obviously, he was not making too much money because his contract is manageable for his performance. How the hell are there only two teams? How washed up can you be to win a Super Bowl a year before? But isn't that crazy that all these teams, wow, only two? How do they think that he was so washed up when he literally just won a Super Bowl a year before? There was that uh, Dwayne Haskins guy, Mr. Stripper guy, who got kicked out so quickly. There were 
two or three teams, like the, the Panthers, or at least two, another team. That was, I mean, you don't think the Colts the would have done better with Brady than Rivers? Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, they're so, I find that, I mean, I don't doubt the, the sourcing on that story, but like, that is hard to believe. Because yeah, I would think, honestly, if I'm Brady, I, I think, I don't know this, I, no speculation, no reports here, but he's a California kid. He grew up a 49ers yeah. his whole life. You would have thought that he probably wanted to go to the 49ers. Right. They're stacked, great coach, great defense, I would think. But I don't think they made a serious play for him, which who knows why, but come on. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it worked out in the end for And him. can I harp on that point for one second? No. Can you imagine if you're the Chargers, yeah. and, you, and you have and you have Herbert uh, at the what num- the number six pick, yeah, and he gets to sit behind Brady for a couple of years? Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, what kind of future are you building for your yeah. team where he gets to sit behind the greatest player of all time that been a for good, a few yeah. years before he takes over the reins? Like Brady was not he was not somebody who was signed; he was a free agent. Yeah, anybody could have gotten him. Yeah, they, yeah, they didn't have to go through any hoops; they could have just called. Anybody could have gotten then, him. Yeah. You could have brought in Herbert and you could have brought in Brady to play, you know, which that's another team that's built to win right now. The Chargers are built to win right now. They have all these offensive weapons. They have these running backs. They have these wide receivers. They have everything. And nobody went after him except for two teams. Two teams. Yeah, it's crazy. The Chargers actually thought, we're going to go with Tyrod Taylor. Right. Yeah. Is his, uh, are, are his lungs still punctured? Is he back to? Can he breathe? How the hell would they have known that they would have right. even gotten Herbert at yeah. six? Yeah, true. So we're gonna wrap up here, right? We're doing good on this timing, yeah. man. We had like ninety minutes right around that mark the last few weeks, so pretty good, guys. Parting thoughts, Benium, Mister Remote DMV guy himself with the Spunk T-shirt. What you got? I, I gotta step it up on entertainment, man. Uh, yeah, man. TB12, welcome. Okay. Greaseball, little, little Uzi. Uh, I just got to step it up with uh, entertainment, man. I haven't been entertaining my uh, my crowd. I think Bob has been disappointed the past two weeks. So. <laughs> Actually, on, uh, on that note, um, my parting thoughts will be we're kind of entering like a a quiet period sports-wise. So yeah. we will need some, uh, maybe not the goofy thing, but like some uh, non-sports, you know, <laughs> yeah, some, we need uh, some food-related stuff, some social some, media some stuff. Yahoo Tell us about Candace you. Owens and Biden. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we need some juice, Benyam. <laughs> That's right. Let's save that for next Tell us about his 100-day plan. That's right. Yeah, how's it going? Let's, say, let's save that for next Final episode. Thoughts, anything? Um, uh, I don't really have much. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Um, keep the suggestions coming. Uh, any feedback that you have, we're more than happy to hear out and to incorporate into the show. We love you. Yep. Check out the YouTube channel, guys. Thanks again for listening. iTunes, leave a review. Thanks again, guys. See you in a few weeks.